Hello and welcome to the Harlefer Show, a place where like-minded individuals gather to discuss the good, the bad, and the weirder side of Malifaux. Please bear in mind that we're all grown-ups here, so there may be some language not suitable for the more delicate of listeners, and all opinions expressed are those of the individuals involved. Now grab yourself a lovely tipple and a light snack, sit back, relax, and let the Harlefer Show commence. Hello and welcome back to the Harlefo Show. It's been a while, uh, but we're back with Gaining Ground 3. I'm Chris and today I'm joined by Courtney. Hello. And Tom. Hello. And it's Tom's turn to talk about someone. So who are you going to talk about today, Tom? I'm going to, entirely topical, talk about Nelly <laughs> for, for reasons, because Gaining Grounds, you know, finally completed its glacial pace and came out. And yeah. uh, I think we had forgot about a master again, because... She's pretty good at gaining grounds three. She's pretty good. And uh, yeah, I love it to bits. We all know that I've done a battle report season with her. We all basically played a lot of games with her to get our heads around the rules. So she's one that we kind of know very well and is dear to our hearts. Yeah, she's she's certainly interesting. I'll say that. So uh, what would be your elevator pitch then? Why should people play Nelly? Uh, my elevator pitch for Nelly is that she's one of the most thematic crews in the game. Like she is a roving band of journalists, and they basically <laughs> hound the opponent, asking them questions and annoying them. <laughs> and uh, they some might call it planting evidence. I say finding evidence, but you'll often find um, evidence near your suspects and use that to your advantage to kind of take you know damage out on them and it's probably mental damage because you're revealing their secret eskimo family or whatever it is so like <laughs> she's, she's super thematic she's super fun and on a base level we'll talk about it in a minute that she's quite quite hard to get your head around to start with but yeah. like base that's wise they're really good they've got very good defenses and willpower and hp so they're also quite tanky yeah. But it's just that thematic thing. They, they just play the role. And obviously, she's number one reporter in Malifaux. We've dealt with, like, you know, Emo Scrub, what, episode two or three? So now we're on to the proper journalistic integrity <laughs> of the game. Emo Scrub? You mean, I don't think you're talking about Molly. I don't I mean, think you're talking about Molly at all. Molly dad's not taking it to see the parade. Molly, the, a, a, the leg of Lolly. Of Lolly? Right. The leg of, oh, the leg of Lolly. The Meg of Lolita. I'm so angry, I'm shaking. That's why I'm getting words mixed up, I'm shaking. That's just a distracted condition from Nelly anyway. Nelly is nothing compared to Molly, but anyway, carry on. At least Nelly's alive. Right, so... (laughs) Right, okay, I see. Carry on. I'm glad you can, she's got dead eyes. Anyway, let's get into this. Um, So journalists' thing is they have a primary means of putting down scheme markers whether they're doing it or your opponent's doing it and they use that to their advantage um their main mechanic is causing additional damage or conditions if the enemy is near a scheme marker or if the enemy takes an interact action now the important thing about the interact action which we'll preface before we do this whole podcast is it doesn't just mean putting scheme markers down you know when you interact it can be to place a scheme marker it can be to remove all of them in base contact or weird just to let you know it can also be to do with those strat things that we score points with oh them yeah what they were about. And, you know nelly nelly's crew likes it when you do that and they can control when you do that and that's a very strong thing that can happen um so their main mechanics are twofold and 
the thing that makes Nelly a little bit more complicated is she has her own kind of versions of them. So the crew has an ability called Exclusive Interview. And if you are wanting to pick up Nelly, um, this is the one you're going to have to get your head around. It basically says, when an enemy model within two inches, Aura, takes the interact action, it's treated as friendly and the action is controlled by this model. So let's say Alison Dade, who's the henchman, um, sees an enemy in front of her, take the interact action. Alison takes control of that action and is able to um, complete it however she sees fit. So let's say the enemy wants to um, interact with the strat marker to move it. If they're within two inches of Alison, Alison can actually turn around and go, no, what I want you to do instead is put down a scheme marker or remove all scheme markers that are nearby in base contact with you. So it's one of those weird interactions in the game where something is actually friendly and an enemy, which is unusual because basically anything else that does this kind of mechanic keeps the model as an enemy. Yeah, you know, things like phase and stuff like that. This is you are tr- treating the model as friendly, and that gives you a wealth of opportunities. And that goes hand in hand with an ability called chasing a story, which is if an enemy model within an eight-inch aura resolves the interact action, this model can gain focus plus one. So let's say you've got four or five models; they can't all gain focus. You pick one to do it. Um, Nelly has a slightly upgraded version where she also draws a card. But what you're essentially doing is you're making the opponent take interact actions and you're gaining focus from it. Now, obviously slightly weaker now your focus is capped at two, but it just encourages you to use focus properly. And this then feeds into the final thing that you'll see a lot, which is their damage tracks, where their damage tracks on their weak is usually quite poor, but their moderate and severe is usually quite nasty. And if you consider that they're often able to spam focus to make those negative flips to straight flips on damage, they can quite quickly deal quite a bit of damage. And I think that sneaks up on people who've not played Nelly before. Um, yeah. what's, the blog, what's the blog article website called for Malifaux? Something Hammer. Goonhammer. 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 Yeah, like, there was a case when they did their first um, article on the guild and like they were like, oh, Nelly doesn't really do much damage. And like I, I was one of them. Everyone was like, actually, you kind of need to play against her because when you get three damage on every attack, it, it adds up quite quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was redacted super quick. So like that's their main shtick. They want you to put markers down. And then they've got a secondary condition output they can do, which is largely distracted and slow. Um, so they debuff the opponents while they're doing this. They just want to bog you down and keep making you interact and tell all your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I think they are utterly deceptive in that way. They don't look yeah. like a damaging crew at all, but they, they quickly surprise you. So before we roll into this, this obviously a master you two know really well. What's the general feeling when Nelly's on the other side of the board or what's the general kind of way that she, her game plays out for you? If um, I see Nelly drop down, um, I don't dare take any interact schemes or anything to do with interacts because she just owns it you just you can't interact anywhere near her unless the board's so big and so spread out that you can hide behind trees or buildings and things like that there's no point interacting when Nelly's there yeah she's she's kind of like a second rate Molly for that because Molly's <laughs> sort of shot down into um, scheme, scheme stuff like that as well but you know she, she has a, she's alright as well there was very famously, I think, in GG Zero, was it, um, a scheme that was deliver a message where you had yeah. to walk up to the enemy master and interact, and it was yeah. like, guess that just doesn't work on Nelly. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, you have to like, kind of, she, she, you could interact, but Nelly would just be like, oh, are you just dropping a scheme marker for me? Not doing the scheme? That's great. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, and we, we've, we've already talked about it. Like, 
the new gaming grounds has at least two strats that are very very nelly focused and i kind of wanted to jump my queue a little bit and do this podcast not for the meta chasers because like there's a lot of people who are all, all of a sudden painting up nelly and they're probably the same incels that said she had a punchable face like three years ago but for the other people who are regular human beings and not basement dwellers like she's a lot to get your head around and whether you're playing her or playing against her you really do need to kind of get games in because like otherwise your opponent say if you're playing against her, your opponent will just say stuff and it'll just wash over you or if you're trying to learn to play out how many games did it take me before we did battle reports on this oh i think you gotta go to at, at least the 10, 10. yeah, yeah. 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 i played her way more than any other master before we've done bat reps usually you get like about three or four and it's like all right we're ready to go but nelly it was a case of like even eight games in i was forgetting like main mechanic abilities so a lot of that is something that i think will help as we go through this yeah 100 percent 100%. So, what, what comes in the box with Nelly? You've got the lady so, herself. Yeah, Nelly Core Box um, obviously comes with Nels. One thing I'll say is when you put her together, she's got little pieces of paper that come out of her satchel. It's really annoying to glue. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, there's the pin- printing press. Yeah. In, yeah, notoriously hard to glue, um, which is her little totem, which is amazing. You've got Fiona Gage, who is uh, based on Phineas Gage, you know, the guy who got the rail spike through his eye um, and had a personality shift, shall we say. And then you get three field reporters, which are some of the best minions, I think, in, in Guild. Yeah, they're fantastic. So we'll start with the lady herself, then. Yeah, Nels, then. So I'm going to bounce around a lot here because there's a lot of things you kind of have to remember with her, and it's kind of all over the place, and she's got a very different title version. Um, she has the routine of what we're going to see quite a lot for the main characters. She's got Defense 6, Willpower 6, so she's tanky. Uh, move 5, Size 2, 12 Wounds. So she is very good in just her innate defenses which is something that sets her apart from perhaps some of the other guild masters who are really good at one thing you know like high willpower defense but maybe not as good as their physical defense um and she's got squeal which is built into her defensive trigger so she is constantly able to get herself out of trouble or into trouble because squeal allows you to just move three inches so she actually wants to be close to the enemy and that is because of her signature attack so we'll start with this then we'll do all the other stuff afterwards one more question. You'll have seen it in other Masters. It comes up a couple of times in Nelly's keyword. Um, it's range 8, stat 6 for Nelly with an inbuilt tome uh, resisted by willpower. The base mechanic of it is annoying. It just means if it succeeds, it gets the target slow. However, if the target's engaging any models, then it suffers a damage track of 1, 3, 4. And bear in mind, all the way through, you're probably going to be hitting this with a focus. So she's got kind of a min 3 damage attack mm-hmm. that she can do at range that isn't a shooting attack and she doesn't have to be engaged but she's great with her squeal because she'll just walk up to someone and go hey you're engaging me guess what i'm going to interrogate you and this is kind of where the problems begin because then she's got her inbuilt trigger which is probably the best one which is headline secrets exposed um it's enemy only you can't just hit this on your own models it means the target must take the interact action even if engaged Now, this is where all the other stuff starts to pop. So the exclusive interview where she can control it if she's within two and chasing a story or her version breaking news, which is a focus, but then she also draws a card. So that is great. Now, usually if they're not within two, say if you're hitting somebody from range and they're engaging, I don't know, Fiona or something, they decide what the interact action is. So if you're playing against it, just turn around and go, well, I'll remove all scheme markers in base contact because... I don't lose anything there. You still resolve the interact action and bad things will happen, but 
you don't really want to be putting the scheme marker down. But if you're next to Nelly and she's controlling it, you're absolutely going, put a scheme marker down right now. Put it down at my feet. Give me the evidence. I want to see the <laughs> So that's where problems begin. The other two triggers she's got will come up quite a bit. So slander is her standard, I chuck out distracted. Um, if the target's within two inches of a scheme marker, they get plus one damage. So that three at moderate becomes four. Yeah, Nelly's crew don't do damage. Um, and then you've got convulsions, which is not great, but it's handy every once in a while. You push the target three inches, and then they've got to desire the discard card, or you can move three inches. So Nelly just kind of starts pushing herself into the scrum. So like, if the enemy's got a load of like two-inch reach beaters, let's say it's like Mizaki or someone, you're just like, can I can I come and snuggle in your crew and ask you <laughs> some and then cause trouble for everybody? Um, so yeah, that's that that's the main thing, and you're going to see those triggers pop up in different ways. But that one more question is pretty consistent. Yeah, it's a good one more question. That I mean, I've seen it on a better on a better master, but yeah, Mate, you can try and do this all the way through. The <laughs> but you're going to be recovering from the last episode where we. <laughs> I've got to get the hits in now. I've got to get the hits in now. But no, no. So one more question is really solid wherever you see it. And um, Nelly's triggers are really good. So, yeah, it is another um, very good attack action whenever you can get it off. It's one of two innate headline secrets exposed. So it's like uh, when we did Perdita and you have the family values trigger. That's the one you kind of want to hit the tome. Um, it's worth saying Nels herself has Don't Mind Me so she can interact when she's in the middle of the scrum that kind of makes sense because that's where she wants to be um, and she's also got the ability <laughs> I always forget about this and it's so nasty she's got plant evidence so when she resolves the interact action she heals too so like I love the idea of just like her getting absolutely battered and just being oops I dropped something or oh, that must be a photo of your like secret family I feel better now <laughs> And she heals up. So she's got a lot of things to do with resolving interact. Um, the other main ability on the front of her card is the one that I'm sure Chris and Courtney hate, which is twisting their ideals. Mm-hmm. So this is full, yeah, Eskimo family. So stat seven versus willpower, eight inch range again. It can't target the same model more than once per activation, enemy only. They suffer damage equal to the number of markers within a three-inch pulse of themselves, which if you'd be making them interact, or let's say they, they rely on markers, let's say it's Keris, um, or if it's like, you know, GG3, and there's a lot of strap markers knocking around. No top end on that as well, just to point yep. out. Yep. And uh, stat seven. And then you can just stone for a mask, and it's the best trigger in the world. Uh, could this be Betrayal? Non-master only, target must take a charge action even if engaged, controlled by this model. Mr. Dinosaur, I found your secret sex tape. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to mention the Mr. Sandworm, been burrowing in the wrong holes, go attack bass. Like, you can do this all day. So, t- talk to me about this, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's... What can I say? It has, there's no upper limits to it. If you're able to get... If you're playing against um, somebody who puts markers down as well, um, that could be a lot of damage. And, I mean, the trigger is just really good. Just being able to get a charge action um, for free. Yeah, fantastic. It's great for positioning shenanigans as well. Like, you know, those saber-toothed cats that are in Marcus's keyword, they're quite quick, so you can just move them out the way, do them in three damage attack or whatever it is for them. It just You can mess with positioning. So if the Nelly player turns around and goes, I'm going to use twisting their ideas, I'm going to stone for a mask, 
you know you're in trouble because they've got a high card that they're going to cheat in or they just have it in their hand anyway and they're not stoning for it. It's it's bad news when they confidently turn around and go, I'm going to absolutely ruin your day with this because they do the damage first and obviously then the charge. They whittle something down and then barrel it in. Yeah, um, Ivan or anyone like that. Yeah, just... Brock Inspectors, go over there, please. Yeah. So it's 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 a very powerful ability. Um, it's ideal from turn two onwards when Nelly's kind of got herself into a middle position. And it also acts as a bit of a deterrent again because knowing that she has squeal, you don't want her to be able to keep advancing within eight inches of your models. You kind of want to stay outside of eight inches of her, but standard problem, she can advance towards you as it goes. So... It's, I'm going to briefly mention the last thing that's on the front of her card, and then we'll go to a tactical action. So the other th- ability she's got, which I forget all the time, but it's going to be important for these tactical actions in a second, is she has public outcry. So if she's the leader, after a friendly model's killed by an enemy model, the enemy model gets distracted and adversary, and it's adversary enemy, meaning it also applies to your first star models, like the Pale Rider. Um, so it, it, it's very good if you, accident- if you do manage to kill some of her models, maybe like the more flimsy stuff like the Newsies, bad news bears you get some issues that happen there distracted's great but the adversary is really punishing because again it's another positive flip that she's able to use and if that's starting to happen later in the turn you really are going to be in for it um so speaking of distracted we then got our tactical actions slow news day is it, I, I tend to use it turn one when i've got a really garbage hand you don't tend to need to stone turn one for nelly to get cards so it's uh, an eight inch aura six with a mask built in needing a ten until the end phase, when an enemy model within range gains distracted, they also gain stunned. How very Malifaux burns off her. She's just got random stunned. But it, <laughs> it, it's quite good. It's not as good as it should be, because that would be amazing if it was on Nelly 2, who really leans into distracted. On Nelly 1, you kind of need a lot of newsies, and they're kind of better with Nelly 2. But it's great for the mask trigger that's built in, which is fake news. Doesn't make any reference you want to here. Um, you discard up to three cards, and you draw for each card that you've discarded so it's great if you maybe activate her quite early turn one just move forward get into position and just pitch half your hand just to get some cards back it sets up everyone else really doesn't it it's ironic that slow news day is how you start the um, battle because you yeah. quickly because <laughs> she's not there to uh, you know uncover any evidence exactly exactly and then conversely you've got her other really a good ability which is a bonus action um if you've got distraction you can turn off bonus actions this is a good one to turn off but unfortunately you need to be within four inches of nelly and you don't want to be there uh get the story so everything's eight inches start six needing a 12 friendly only you push the target six inch towards the scheme marker in its line of sight if they end their move in base contact with the scheme marker all enemy models within a three-inch pulse of that marker gain distracted plus one, and then the marker is removed. So turn one, you do it for your own. You just push someone like Fiona up the board. But turn two or three, when you've made the opponent drop a scheme marker, you use that to walk forward and pulse out distracted. And bear in mind, if you've already got slow news day up, you then pulse out stunned, and we all know how good stunned is. Mm-hmm. So she's very much, you know, she's an aura-based red-headed bastard. I can't think why I'm covering her. I know, but Tom, she, yeah. <laughs> what is it you see in there? she's got a lot is what we'll say and we'll say this all the way through and when we do the scoring at the end that is a metric essay ton of writing on the front of and back of her card yeah and you will always forget stuff like you'll forget squeal you'll forget public outcry you'll forget plant evidence when you're learning just make sure you get your head around exclusive interview and chase the story slash breaking news so the you control the interact within two 
and you gain a focus and finale draw a card if you can get your head around that you can get through your first five games just doing the bonus action and one more question and then you learn when to do the other stuff um the eight inch range is quite hefty she's only on 30 mil base so it kind of balances it out but you kind of learn very quickly that that eight inches is moving around a lot either through squeal or the abilities that guild have in abundance to move their own models um you know and if you really hate your opponent put her in a lead line coat because that's always funny (laughs) i thought every guild master had that staple done anyway yeah weirdly finelli actually goes on her other models like she doesn't need it because she just starts finding loads of you know hidden papers and suddenly heals um so you two go for it feedback on on the queen yeah she's she's interesting she's she's a very interesting master because um her and akira don't play very much like anything in the game um I don't know if you agree with that, Tom, but um, they're quite unique. Um, they're yeah, not yeah. as obvious as you think they are. You like, like, like Chris said. You know, you, you first look and you think, "Oh, it's going to be another, uh, it's going to be another master that specialises in just scheming." Yeah. But there's a lot in there that uh, you don't really get how dangerous they can be. Um, I think basically the 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 sort of narrative of this podcast will be that this is a master that is going to take a while to learn and I think Nelly is definitely at the forefront of that she has a lot of tricks a lot of schemes that she can do um, but you have to put a lot of time and effort into getting there or you just fall you just fall over because there's so much in it. I mean I remember Tom learning this, this master and he literally had to like had to write things down and and sort of read the card multiple times just to remember everything on there. I remember um, getting really stressed in the first five yeah. games, being like, "This doesn't work. I can't get my head around like all this stuff." Exactly, because she's got so many different things that she can do and things she has to you have to remember. Um, but overall, now he's a real cool master, um, very much so. Very Chris, cool. uh, nothing else to add, Your Honor. I think <laughs> Courtney covered it all, really. This is my implicate himself with the evidence. This is the danger. Now, you know, so so uh, we'll go over to her totem. Totem's really quick and easy. Arcane Reservoir. Yay. Kill Yay. the totem as quickly as you can. That's also why you don't care about the, you know, the kind of hand that you draw at the start. So having Arcane Reservoir on a totem's great. It's even better when it's got four health and armor too. Um, it's not amazing in its stats. It has a couple of good abilities. Most of them are on the front of the card. So outside of Arcane Weservoir, you've also Weathervoir. Weathervoir. You've also got uh, Can't Escape the Truth. So after an enemy model ends its activation within two, the enemy model suffers a point of damage. Now that's going to come up a few times. So it's a real annoyance because <laughs> you want to be engaged as the journalist crew. So it just walks forward and gets engaged and goes, oh, well, you can walk away, which is going to waste AP, or you end here and you take a point of damage and we're going to keep pinging you as you do that. Um, on the back, it's got kind of more ubiquitous stuff that is handy in certain situations. So it is the other source of the inbuilt headline secrets exposed for an insignificant totem it's got a stat five attack with a one inch melee um decent damage track two three four if the target's within two inches of a scheme marker it gets plus one damage so min three um but the headline secrets exposed being built in is great that's really good late turn on an enemy master just to get some damage off um it's got half half, half the presses um which is against willpower and you just give something burning plus two and push the target four inches it's really good on your own models just to get them get the lines of sight like chris said your opponent will very quickly hide behind terrain so you can yeah. use that some extra pushes um spreading the good news isn't great it's just handy if you don't want to lose your arcane reservoir so you can discard any number of cards and each card you discard the printing press heals 
one. So you can pitch two cards at the end of a turn just to make sure it goes back up to full health if it's taken a hit, you know. It's it, it's a good little robot. Um, good luck putting it together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fun fact: that it's in, apparently it habits the soul of Nelly's father. Yes, um, I'm not sure how that comes across in the typewriter and how Dad feels about some escapades, but you know. No, I um, yeah. Does I it just put out like a frowny face? Yeah, probably. I imagine <laughs> soul. <laughs> Speaking of uh, frowny faces, then you've got uh, Fiona Gage. <laughs> Fiona Gage, substance dualism at its finest. So she's the she's the big beater of the crew, the only kind of typical beater that you'd encounter. Um, she follows the long-standing guild tradition of them finding one model that they really like and just putting it in every single crew until it gets nerfed. So like <laughs> what Frank was last edition, she was, and now it's probably the rider. Like she's big, tasty model, nine soul stones. Um, her nerf didn't really affect what she does for the journalists. It just meant she couldn't be taken to everybody else's crew. So defense six, again, like we're going to see these stats be quite good. Willpower five, nine health, hard to kill, armor one, grit frenzied, which is the one that when she's below half health, her close combat attacks do plus one damage. Uh, is this the stupid thing with half health now? Is just so I'm correct that her, if she's at nine HP, technically half her health is five. Yeah, because we don't understand how halves work. Maths, maths. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it maths basically means she, she does more damage. That's great. So um, her main shtick is that she's got the hero we deserve. Um, which, when she does opposing duels against someone, if she's within two inches of a scheme marker, she gets a positive to the duel. So that's attack and defense and willpower and everything. So that's great. So if the opponent's got scheme removal, that's a bit really handy. But you're putting down so many scheme markers, she's almost always at a positive flip. Yeah. Um, which makes her a nightmare to move. She's the one that will, that will get lead line code because then the opponent can't drag her away from that scheme marker. And she's armor two and a nightmare to deal with then. Um, so the thing that got tweaked is propaganda piece. So I think she just had take the hit before. Um, now it's essentially like journalist version. So yeah. uh, any other friendly journalist that within a two inch aura of her can't be targeted if she's a legal target. So you have to hit her. So even more reason to put her in a lead line coat and just sit next to a scheme marker. So she very apt for her with a big pickaxe isn't really there to go in and charge. She's the anchor to where you want the fight to be. So she can get stuck in, but she is actually better at kind of rooting in a position and pulling people towards her. And because of that, she's got bring it. So uh, she's got a stat six bring it, usually on a positive flip, where they pull someone towards them at move plus two, take an attack action with a negative flip, no triggers, blah, blah, blah. If she gets the mass, she's got the slander, which is the distracted. And if they're within two inches of a marker, they get plus one damage. So actually, if she's within two inches of a marker and she pulls them at that angle, she just gets a free ping damage on them if she gets mm. the, the slander. And then when she's then ready to go, she's got her pickaxe. Now, her pickaxe is deadly. So it's kind of like the, what they call like the modified tools that like the soulstone miners have and the mining tools. Yeah. yeah. So the target ignores any positives to resist the actions. They can't spend their focus for positive flips or blaze of glory or stuff like that. Uh, it's two, four, five. You'll probably be on a positive flip uh, and it ignores hard to wound, which is great for doing the finishing blow. It's only a one-inch main range, which is a bit naff because it's absolutely huge in the artwork. But stat six on a positive flip is great. She has a blast trigger if she manages to hit a uh, tome, and she's got blank stare 
if she manages to get the crow and that's really good because it's another avenue for slow so that's one where you discard a card they gain slow and they must discard a card um if you get into a very very bad situation she's got i've got your back but nine times out of ten you'll actually be using that when you've got a tome in hand uh, sorry a mask in hand or if you want to stone for it because she has the ever tom favorite shove aside where you (laughs) eat someone four inches move four inches and get an attack so she's potentially got three attacks um should she need it so she's great at getting herself out of trouble getting your friends out of trouble and just being an absolute nuisance and i think during all of our battle reports for this season, I'm sure you two can attest that she very much had either a huge effect on the game or no effect, depending on how much how easy she was to control. She's very much like, I'm the anchor, you deal with this first. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't deal with her quickly, then she quickly becomes a big influence on the game. Yeah, yeah she's a solid... I mean, to be fair, with like Nelly being able to charge stuff as well, uh, you can basically get people into sort of the middle where she she's going to be anyway. Um, so you, you can, I think, you can very easily manipulate people to be around Gage. Um, quite, yeah. She's a great candidate for that. Get the story bonus action turn one, just to give her a bit of extra movement or ride with me with a rider or something. Yeah. Um, she's incredibly susceptible to obviously willpower attacks that force her. You know, Pandora just looks at her and goes, "Hit yourself." But like. <laughs> Um, burial burial will ruin her day because she's willpower five so any glimpse of the void is going to absolutely ruin her even on a positive flip and when she's off the board and then comes out somewhere where she doesn't want to be she's done for the game because she's moved five and she really needs a taxi to kind of get her to where she needs to be yeah when she's walking she's not swinging yeah exactly and she can't i've got your back's only range six so she's gonna have to really kind of work for it to get that shove aside and get back in yeah so it's worth us saying she's one of two henchmen. Um, they do very different things. I would say from a Nelly player, don't do what I did on the battle reports. Because obviously when we do battle reports, we do we try and show off the keyword in as much a way we can. We only like ever have like one versatile model. I took both henchmen. What I always say to people as a piece of advice, just early days, either choose Fiona or Allison and just stick with that for your first 10 games because then you've got lots of room for minions and really good enforcers um so if you if you're struggling to keep up with nelly maybe just take fiona like if you know you're getting smashed by people who've got quite aggro crews allison who we'll talk about a little bit later is your standard henchman who's like a mini version of the master so if you really want to get your head around the scheming side do that just pick one and stick with it as well so yeah so that takes us to the three reporters that come in the box so these are field reporters um you're never going to need three but they are beautiful sculpts uh really nice thematic models and they're just very very good minions at six soul stones so um pretty much everything in nelly crew is 30 ish mil like allison's obviously 40 but all your normal dudes are like 30 mil um these are very good so they're five defense five willpower which doesn't live up to my thing of saying they've got amazing defenses but these guys have serene countenance which if you don't remember that's the best form of the negative flip modifier because it's not the one that goes away when you've activated like manipulative it's just permanent you get a negative to the jaw when you attack this reporter um which is very good and they also borrow the you can't escape the truth from the printing press so if you end an activation within two inches of them you suffer a damage so they're they're a nuisance they're a real nuisance <laughs> um they're movement five but that is again a complete lie because they have a bonus action called follow the lead which has a six inch range they can discard a scheme marker and they move six inches so often they're happy to just 
like say if you need them to move twice it's more economically viable to put a scheme marker down use your bonus action because you're next range and then move afterwards like it's <laughs> or you know if you've got models in your keyword that put down scheme markers for fun then they're very quick so they're amazing scheme runners on the flanks because they're quite tanky with the serene um they come packaged with your normal stuff so exclusive interview and chasing the story They've also got humiliation, so they are a real, real pain when you've got one of them sitting on the left or right of the scrum that Fiona and Nelly are causing because the humiliation says that enemy models that start their activation within two must discard a card. So if they're within two of someone, they're A, controlling your interact abilities, B, take, make you discard a card, and C, if you happen to end the activation, you take a point of damage, which is quite a lot of cost to just being near a minion. Yeah. Um, and it's also a very good deterrence that when you've got them just on the wing running schemes, that it's an annoyance for an opponent to send their big beater over because it's like, well, you can hit them, but they'll probably just put a scheme marker down with their action and walk away. And you're going to lose cards while you're doing this from your hand, which you could use for the main battle in the middle. Now, to balance that, they don't really have an attack action. They haven't got a melee range or anything. They've just got flash photography, which is good um better perhaps now we've got title nelly um so it's a stat six attack which is great uh against willpower it's distracted plus one and staggered so they're great at just kind of blinding someone who's chasing them while they're running down the flanks but haha you've got staggered can't catch me now <laughs> uh, and they've got they've got triggers on two they've got slander which is the distracted plus one so distracted plus two and staggered good luck with that yeah. um or they've got convulsions which again allows them to move and the enemy to move so it, they're, they're very mobile they're kind of like if ronin put away their katana and took up a respectable job like, <laughs> that's that's kind of what they are so i kind of, i like them because they're very familiar in in the kind of the minions i tend to have um real nuisance gents aren't they yeah they are they're just they're surprisingly tanky it's it's that thing with a lot of nelly's crew like you say you look at it and you're like oh they're just about scheming and they don't tend to do much but these guys distracted and staggered just absolutely ruins you and trying to get anything anywhere near them like that um follow a lead the the scheme marker can be six inches in front of them and they can push towards it it can be six inches away behind them and they can push away from it it doesn't have to be their scheme marker it's more scheme removal for them and just a bit of free movement and it's not a disengage so they can do that and then yeah put down another scheme marker interact with something else the just annoying tom annoying as fuck really (laughs) i think i think they're really good for being anti-cards I think they're really good for being anti-schemers, like yeah. uh, Chris said. I think it's, it's very difficult to um, to do any sort of scream, scream, scream strat. Uh, that's what they make you scream um, <laughs> because you know if they're in six inches, they're just removing it for free. There's yeah. no flip there, and yeah. then get to move up and potentially remove another one, move and then remove another one just with an interact action. Um, yeah, like I say, they are. They basically will be outside the scrum, just being a pain. And if you try and do anything, uh, they're going to punish you for it. Essentially, yeah, they're very good in new gaining grounds because they're very good for being the things that move around the strat markers and interact with them. Because yeah. they're a pain to kill. If you move them, they can move back, and they've got the ability to mess with you if you get within two inches of them. So they're a real pain a lot of the time. That rare combination of being both a scheme runner and an anti-scheme runner. 
Yes. And like I said, the, the nice thing is as well, they do one thing and do it well. So there isn't much text on their cards. So while all your big name characters have got entire essays on their cards, this is very straightforward. You don't ever need to look at the back of their card unless it's like your activation, which I know is the way they're designed, but sometimes you do want to like think ahead. They do their own stuff on their own activations and like the front of their card is really straightforward when you know the main abilities. Yeah. So really, really good. So yeah, that's the core box. I know I've raced through them, but like I think they do they're, they're pretty straightforward. Nelly's the the real complexity. Yeah. But I think it's all the ones afterwards that is where we're going to be talking quite a bit. Yeah. So what does come next? Then where'd you go from here? Well, I'm going to sneakily jump to an entirely different master for one of these minions before we go on to the rest of Nelly's boxes because I think it dovetails really nicely with the field reporter. So, unfortunately, Nelly has a model that is, in her keyword, that is also in a, another complete box. It's like, you know, the Keris Sandy problem. Yeah. So, she has false witnesses. Now, luckily, no one's ever going to need three false witnesses. So, you can probably grab one off a of mate or eBay. Whoever's running Lucius, their, their elite keyword they share. Um, but the reason I want to cover them is because they actually enable a lot of the field reporter stuff. Like, if I'm honest, if I was playing a normal game, not an on-the-channel game, I'd probably take two field reporters because they're very good <laughs> and i'm glad you only play on the channel games tom is what i'm gonna say yeah, that's, that's it i think it's that thing that's probably also what burned my brain out it would be a lot simpler to just have like two of the same model um yeah. i learned so i was like i'll just take like three separate cards but like four five different models that all do the same thing that's easier anyway false witnesses um they're minions they're cost five they're elite defense five willpower five move five they've got manipulative so they're do the same shtick of defenses the main thing they do is that they put out uh, a distraction two inch aura which puts a negative to willpower jewels which is great so they're an annoyance to deal with and they just walk into the enemy crew and be like by the way all those one more questions you're on a negative flip now for that and you know we're all on positives because we've all got 20 billion focus um <laughs> The false witnesses are some of the best sculpts as well. You've got oh, a yeah. big, big crying biker man. You've got manipulative granny, and you've got woman who's just lost the X Factor. Like they're they're great, <laughs> and I think the 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 Lucius stuff they do. You don't need to worry. Like, you know, they're following order stuff. Yeah, it, they're not really doing much with Nelly outside the activation. I mean, they are with Nelly two, but not so much with Nelly one. Um, They've got chasing a story. They've got exclusive interview. They do have one rule that I forget a lot, which is innocent bystander. So anyone who attacks them, their attack actions get a TN of 12. So even if they beat you in the duel, if they're not up to a 12, let's say you both flip badly, they just beat you. They're going to have to cheat for it to succeed. So that's, it's so rare that it comes up, you forget about it, but actually you should probably try and put a note on the top of their card and just be like big arrow pointing towards that. Yeah. Because game and actually it's really key quite a lot of the time. If you flip a black joker and they've only flipped a two or something like that. Yeah, they still need to cheat it. Yeah, they're cheating in the moderate at least to get that off. And speaking of cheating, they can really annoy your opponent because they can also put out a three-inch bonus action aura. They need a seven. It's not easy to flip um, where they say models within that three-inch aura can't cheat. So mm. <laughs> they just chuck that out to annoy the enemy if they come after them. Um, but no, their main shtick is they put out false claim, which is amazing for the field reporters because false claim is the thing where you can drop two scheme markers uh, within three inches, but then in the end phase, you have to remove one somewhere on the board. So they're great at scoring you points, you know, like the one that's like, uh, was it state your claim now? The What claim jump used to be, but with scheme markers. Yeah. Um, 
but they're also really good for field reporters because you just chuck out two scheme markers and the field reporters use their bonus actions to move towards them and remove them at the end phase and you don't really care that they've gone because job done so it gets a free six inch move so they, they quite like standing next to a field reporter to be able to do that um Jacques, which is their attack action again it's that thing where it doesn't really do too much unless they're engaging you then it does good stuff so it puts out adversary nothing wrong with that um but if the model's engaging you they take a one two three damage track but you do have a slander trigger if you flip the mask so that's the distracting plus one if they're near a scheme marker um there's also debt de- gratitude doesn't happen a lot with nelly target must remove a scheme marker friendly to its crew from anywhere in play if it can't it suffers two damage i'm th- i think lucius might get more use out of that than nelly will yeah and i will say though actually because this is a, this is definitely a trigger that molly has on her one more question and it's just it's a very strong trigger because it can sort of completely deny somebody a point if someone drops a, a scheme mark and then leaves it alone and they have nothing else on that board, then Debt Crouch can completely mess up their plans. Yeah. Is it, um, I don't know if do you underestimate it because it is really good and has helped me, has definitely um, has, has helped me against certain opponents. I don't know if she still has it because she's been tweaked a million times, but it used to be good against Colette because you'd use it early and it'll take away that scheme marker that you know that Colette puts down to like Berry. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think she still has it now, but that, that was the, 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 the thing you could do to annoy. But like Corny says, if they need to put three scheme markers down near the center line and you get that off, you, you annoy them. Annoying you know, people is always fun in Malifaux. Yeah, it's not target may remove, it's target must remove. So it can be very useful, as Courtney says, for the swinging of VP your way. Yeah, exactly. And if not, if you haven't got any scheme markers down, then it's a three, four, five. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so definitely don't underestimate set of gratitude because, like I say, it's a very strong trigger. So try and bribe a mate for one of those false witnesses. Try and get the, the, the big biker with the hanky who's crying. He's the best one. Um, but yeah, that, that's the one annoyance. But they're, they're not vital to the crew. They're just nice to have. Yeah. So jumping back to the Nelly boxes then. We have Scooped, which is her, her second big box. And um, this is it. You've got the keyword then if you've got that. Apart from like, you know the Malifaux burns, you, you just need this and you've got everything else. So Scooped comes with a, another henchman, another enforcer, and three minions, your standard kind of structure. And the henchman is Alison Dade. And um, my God, I love Alison. She's so <laughs> but Tom, <laughs> she's not ginger. No, but she's good. <laughs> um, so Alison, I mean, you can paint her whatever hair color you want. true. So Alison is eight soul stones and has eight runes, but she's defense six, willpower six, manipulative soul stone user. Mm-hmm. so she's quite tanky and the front of her card is again one of those ones that has a lot on it which is really strong so she has a lot in common with amina i've just started picking up tony and i don't know if weird just went well this one's a journalist and this one's like a freaking lawyer i'll just make them the same model i don't know <laughs> i don't know the malfo law maybe they went to the same i don't know high school but they have similar abilities um, Malifo High. <laughs> Malifo High. <laughs> the same high school. I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, she's really, really good. She has got Chasing a Story. She's got Exclusive Interview. But she's got, I knew you were going to do that. So after a model within six inches declares a trigger, she can discard a card. And if so, the trigger fails. It's ignored. 
Obviously, she's been going to high school with Big Brain Brain. I was going to say, I uh, <laughs> caught on with that one on a bat ref, and he was quite surprised. <laughs> yeah, it did not go down well. <laughs> was it Levy, who like, couldn't use yeah. his... Like, yeah, it yeah. Like, did, all, did all the maths, and you were like, knew you were going to do that. Uh, <laughs> she's also got pot as a foot, which is the one you will forget all the time. So after the opposing player reveals a scheme, she gains fast. A fast Alison Dade is a strong Alison Dade. Mm. Like. So um, that's already a lot to keep in mind. And like because they don't all trigger at the same time, they're all at different stages of a game, you will need to kind of really keep tabs on how they function. Um, so the back of her card is um, a full selection box of abilities. So we'll start with the easy one, which is Impassioned Defense. So similar to Amina, um, she's got an 8-inch range, stat 16, you get 10, shielded, plus 2 buff. Um, with a surge trigger if she gets the tome it's great going on to fiona if you want to play them together it's even better just going on to like your minions or august you know one of your enforcers um always handy she has one more question just like nels and unlike nels though they have kind of inverted their triggers so whereas nelly has headline secrets exposed built in um allison has slander built in so Allison is much better with this action later in a turn or later in the game when you've got the scheme markers down because it turns that one three four uh, to two four five, you know, and she's probably doing it with a focus as well. She could get the slow out. She does the damage track if someone's being engaged. She has access to headline secrets exposed should she need to stone for it or flip it, and she has a really interesting uh, one on a ram which is investigative journalism. Target must reveal a card in its control hand, and it suffers three, two, one damage based on the value of the revealed card. So if they show you a a weak, they take three damage. Mm. It's a real head masher that one. That's just that's a really good um, trigger because again, that's on top of the damage track of one more question if that model is engaging someone so let's say she gets her moderate of three damage they need to not show you a weak to avoid another three on top of that um and it depends what's left in the hand again if she's going later in the turn players tend to keep some of their strong cards near the end yeah um certain masters will some people like if you're going against an aggro master they've probably blown all their big cards but if it's someone a bit more manipulative um they've probably got a good card still in there so that's really good um just to see what it is and work it out She's got a Derringer, which uh, is her gun. Don't know where her gun is on her model. Maybe if the, maybe the person isn't answering her questions, she just gets a little bit... <laughs> Talk! She's also got like a little lamp in her pocket, like the Pixar lamp, which says, tell me what you know! <laughs> uh, it's got no witnesses, which is a trigger that took me about five bat reps to actually get my head around, not five bat five games to get my head around. Um, long story short, if she's not within... 12 inches of someone she gets plus one damage so again min three shot which is quite 12 good. inches and line of sight which is important because if they're on the other side of the wall they're three yeah. games yeah so if Allison just hides around a corner and blats someone good times I like the idea that she's an investigative journalist but if, uh, if she gets you on your own you're fucking dead <laughs> yeah, and this goes this goes into her third ability which is blackmail yeah. just straight up blackmail so um, <laughs> no sugar on it it's just blackmail yeah so you can't target the leader with this and you can't target someone more than once but it's a stat six six inch range willpower attack um target may discard up to two cards this crew gains two pass tokens minus one for each discarded card i can't say i used it on camera but i did use it about two or three times when i was learning the game it's handy at times when you want activation control 
and it goes hand in hand with the trigger that's built in, which is there's more to this story. This model may discard any number of pass tokens. For each discarded pass token, draw a card. So should you need to refresh your hand midway through a turn, it, it's not bad. Yeah, I think I think um, it's definitely uh, a lot more powerful because of that trigger. I mean, obviously, getting uh, activation control is good. It's especially late, get late in the turns, but um, threatening your opponent with, oh, well, I'm just going to get some card draw, uh, can definitely make them discard some cards. She sounds think- like she just was made for Yuko's keyword, and then they just went, nah, we'll give it to Nelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give her a leather jacket and yeah. a waistcoat. Give, it to, give her a gun, give it to Nelly. It's fine. It's, um, it's in, it, it's very, she'll depend on the board state. So like, if you've got a, an enemy model that needs to die engaging one of your models, you'll just stand there and one more question three times, or twice if you're not fast, you know. Um, but... If they're all spread out, that's when you start to use your Derringer and your Blackmail and stuff like that. But I think it just depends on how, what turn it is. By turn three or four, she's probably just standing there doing one more question. Turns one and two, she's obviously doing some slightly different stuff. So she's great. Make the choice between her or Fiona, like I said earlier, and stick with that decision. Uh, we then go to everybody's favorite model. Uh, the undercover reporter. Can we just know? Nothing personal, kid. So... Like, the new gaining grounds has got a lot that plays the advantage of Nelly. It would be really annoying if you had a scheme runner that just got teleported back to your deployment zone, especially if it was corner. Um, the undercover reporter, Barrel Man. You guys take this, because <laughs> I feel like I've gone through all. And I know you both love Barrel Go Man. Go on, Courtney, so. you have this one. Um, so, yeah, uh, undercover reporter. He's got pretty good stats. Uh, average defense, but good uh, willpower. Uh, his whole shtick is that he can start buried. Uh, so he starts the game buried, um, and any point, I believe, he, you, when you activate, he can appear. You can be basically next to one of your opponent's minions, and that opinion then teleports to the deployment zone. Um, so you can, like Tom said, completely screw over somebody that is trying to do some schemes and stuff like that and have him appear. Um, he's disguised, so you can't charge him. Um, he can hide in the barrel, which at the start of phase, he can choose to gain staggered and shielded two. So if he doesn't need to move about, uh, you just want it to be a bit more stocky, then you can do shielded two. He has chasing story as well, and he's got deadly pursuit, so at the end of, end of the phase, he may move up to four. Um, so he can move on quite a bit. He's a breakthrough machine. Yeah. He is a breakthrough machine. He basically machine. swaps place of minion. That's, so he's already over the halfway line, then just kind of pushes his way into the opponent's deployment. So let's get to the attack actions, because I feel like this is where the nasty stuff comes out. Uh, hidden Blade, hmm. one inch range, five with a ram uh, defense. Uh, it's one, two, four, ignoring armor, but it's got crit strike. So it's two, three, five. And he's a enforcer. But if you get another ram, um, then you're looking at three, uh, four, six damage with knowing armor, which uh, can make Hoffman very upset, um, or anything with armor, especially. Um, he's got arson as well for being another model to deny schemes, another Tony crossover, exactly. Yeah, um, you know, Shockwave 2 set us on the, the uh, scheme marker, movement 12 dual, damage 2, burning 1. Uh, it has the prepared explosives trigger. It immediately changed the title of his action to any ski market in play. That's so clutch. 
again, this is very much like get debt of gratitude, where just can absolutely turn annoy somebody to their very core as they're trying to set up something, because that's anywhere, anywhere on the on the board. So, you know, that guy that is has just dropped a ski mark on the other side of the board and has walked away. Well, that ski mark is gone now. Yeah, if they're trying to break through and he's in the enemy deployment zone and there's an enemy in yours, just like, well, by the way, I've just got a secret tunnel that's kind of removed it. Mm-hmm. He has a bonus action, and now this one is important because he can actually do this one where he's buried. So you don't tend to bet unbury with the uncover reporter straight away. You tend to leave buried for a couple of turns. Um, generally, this is a the only thing you're going to be doing from there because I don't think there's anything else he can do while he's buried. No, no, that, this is um, it. So uh, it's range six, but it's basic bolt. So it's range six, but it can be uh, pulled from any. Um, I'm just reading it now, actually, just to keep <laughs> running it. Yeah, so basically, it's buried in ignores range. So there you go. You don't need to worry about the range if he's buried, but it's range six anyway. Um, stat six against willpower. Uh, target must take the interaction, interact action if able, but it's minion only. Um, you know, if you this is really strong in this actual GG because, you know, if you've got, uh, is it Carver Path? If you've got a model. Um, trying to push that that's a minion then you can use this to make sure they push it back um, really strong there's nothing much else to say to that he's got a trigger slander tag gains distracted one it's worth saying it's not enemy only yes as well it is not men- uh, enemy only so you can interact with your own stuff and obviously Nelly really likes interact so she gets excited and the reporters get excited yeah make your field reporters push things further yeah, exactly. Um, very, very good. Very strong uh, ability. He also has a second bonus action as well, which is follow the lead, which is the exact same one that the field reporters had. Uh, remove ski mark and he can move six inches. So he can actually... He's quite he's quite fast for a uh, barrel. Yeah, 10 inches of free movement's always good. Um, <laughs> so, Chris, what do you think? Uh, I absolutely hate them, mate. They <laughs> are fantastic little models that just... You just know they're sat there. They're just buried sat there. Like a pendulum hanging over the board. Laughing at you, waiting for the prime moment to just go, nope. You've just geared up that war pig and got it in position to charge into their crew. And that thing just pops up and goes, nope. Your scheme runner's out on the flank ready to do something. All of a sudden, that undercover reporter's over there and your scheme runner's back in your deployment zone again. It's wasted. You do have to act out the full reveal, though, and pretend to take off like your makeup and your hat and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I think think the interesting thing is, is that even if he's on a flank, he can still get back into what he wants to do. I know Tom... Quite a few times he's used them to be... He basically appears in my back lines and yeah. just starts stabbing squishy stuff. He yeah. goes after Masters, actually, a lot of the time because that's yeah. so good, that attack, actually. Yeah, it, it really is. is. really good. If you've got a high ram in your hands, then... It's worth saying, when he unburies, he's obviously got slow, so you can actually hide in the barrel knowing the turn that you're going to come out. Yes, you're staggered, but you're shielded plus two, so you just pop out, knife someone, and just sit there really well protected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so it's like deal with me and then I'm going to like you know deadly pursuit away yeah screw you all yeah very, it's very good I think it's funny because um, I think he was the only one that could do this sort of shenanigans before uh, I think there's him and the, there's the it's the Tara enforcer as well that can basically do stuff when Bar buried and now obviously Ivan and Mizaki have got some um, yeah Jim I've got undercover now as well. So it's interesting that this was the this model was the sort of starter point for a couple of models coming out. Yeah, yeah. I think the the other interesting thing is the seven soul stones, as will be another enforcer we'll talk about in a second. 
Um, and there's a lot of six and seven in Nelly's keyword uh, knocking around. So points-wise, you do actually have quite a bit of fluidity. They're, they're not a very expensive keyword, the journalists. Um, so you can take him and still have room for a couple of field reporters or a false witness as well as your big named characters. So who else is there? So the last ones you've got were a much maligned minion, um, so maligned that I didn't bother building them for the barrel reports because <laughs> they weren't needed, who are now stupid good because Nelly has a second version that loves distracted. <laughs> so we have the Newsies, uh, as known as, was that the battle report where like we dressed up, Chris? No, basically <laughs> yeah, dressed yeah. Up. <laughs> the cosplay one. The cosplay one. The cosplay one. We need to do more cosplay reports. So they've got, <laughs> um, they're four soul stones. They make up the difference. They're size one, which is really useful a lot of the time uh defense four willpower four four wounds blah manipulative Yay. so they're annoying little so-and-sos um they're puny so they don't drop markers when they're killed they've got innocent bystander as well which is the tn12 on attack actions the cool thing they have they don't have um exclusive interview because they've they're just newsies they've not gone to malifaux high school um but they do have primary school (laughs) they're my primary school malifo first um but they've got chasing a story so they still get the the focus should they want to be the one it's never going to be them who use it but let's be honest they've got that they've got read all about it um after an enemy model within eight inches draws a card you can discard a card to draw a card so again hand cycling which is a, a little sub theme in this keyword looks a bit naff at this stage but it's quite handy against some crews that obviously do a lot of that um it's it's the other stuff they have the back of their card is all conditions and it's super tasty um so their attack actions they've got frantic flailing which we know is just the garbage attack (laughs) but um they do have if they flip a tome grab on so they can give the target slow nothing better than a newsy humping a master's leg right at the end of a turn or something to give them slow like Sierra and she gave it radio just really annoying them uh, they've got reposition which is redundant like stat 4 is never going to hit but if it does it's hilarious um, what you have them for instead is thrown newspaper so thrown newspaper if you just look at its stats is garbage like it's an 8 inch range stat 5 one, one, 2 damage track but it's got a tome built in and if it hits the target must either discard a card at random or gain distracted plus 1 and Nelly too loves distracted. So that's stage one. The tome is your other innate headline secrets exposed trigger, which when you are taking Nelly two, who doesn't have Nelly one's ability to have it built in, so you've only got the printing press. This is your other instant access to it. So this is the one where the target must take the interact action, even if engaged. Being stat five, that's really good against defense, considering you can put adversary out quite easy. Mm -hmm. They've also got slander, which is the distracted plus one and plus one damage if they need a scheme marker. So this attack can potentially put two damage out and two distracted, um, which is, again, as we're going to talk about in a minute, amazing for Nelly 2. Anything on two distracted is having a bad day with Nelly 2. It's having a very bad day. So, uh, Courtney, dinosaurs. Yeah, that's all. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, tactical action, bonus action, frantic search, it's all right. Uh, remove a corpse marker, so they just start digging around the entrails. Uh, discard the cup, cup, top card of this model's fate deck. If it's a ram or a tome, you get a soul stone. 
great against Nekima. It is what it is, isn't it? It's a 50-50, depending on what your deck's looking like, isn't it? It'll annoy Seamus, maybe, if he wants one over the halfway line, but he's got so many other means of getting them now, I don't think he cares. But it's it's just... It might be an impetus, you know, when you play an opponent and you're like, do you do you need corpse markers? You know, when the first model dies, you both kind of look at each other and you're like, do you need this? You might need to remember to be like, yeah, actually, I do need those. Yeah. You drop um, that buddy. Yeah, it's like that was for like battle reports. You'll know when we don't need to care about them because we just don't drop any, and then all, some games we will, and they'll just be everywhere. <laughs> Most games. Yeah. So that's the scooped box. Um, strongly recommend Allison. Strongly recommend the undercover reporter. I will strongly recommend the wee newsies when we talk about Nell's number two cool well I think that leads nicely to a break actually Uh, and when we come back we will talk about the new lady herself and her new special friend we'll be back shortly This week in Faux Wars, we answer the questions that others don't dare ask. I'll tell you now, Arcanists are controlling the weather. They are controlling the weather. They're sending up mechanical birds that are releasing chemicals in the atmosphere. And it's dulling our minds. It's stopping us asking the important questions. And you know the guild are dumping soul stones into the bayou. And it's turning the Cyrillids gay. It's turning them gay to keep the population down. What next? Gay gremlins? And the governor's secretary? Why doesn't he take off that mask? What's he got to hide behind there? Is everyone so scared of him they just let him eat a child in front of them? You know, I I would think they would. I'd kick the shit out of that bitch if he doesn't take off that mess. And here's the biggie. Here's the real biggie. Malifaux is flat. Bass knows. Bass has been to the edge. He's pissed right off it. He knows. The guild want us to think it's a ball. They want us to think it's just one big circle we can walk around in. Never get to an end. So they can control us, man. They can control us. Open oh shit! Oh shit! They the found me! The they found me! The governor uh, wants uh, a word. Sir, let's okay. Come on! Uh, you. you can't stop the truth. Sir, let's okay. talked about the original boxes but obviously mouthful burns has happened and we've got second versions of all the masters so can you tell me a bit about N- nelly cochrane the voice of disorder please i like how you said like we've got second versions of all the masters in the most flat voice possible then i just i was trying to be professional all right and i, I mucked it up a little bit in the middle okay just tell us about nelly <laughs> So um, Nellie's one of the ones who got bad touch by the Burning Man, so she's gone a little bit loopy. Um, Her original keyword is incredibly thematic with her being a journalist. The new version, which is Voice of Disorder, is incredibly thematic for what she is now, which is basically 
the spokeswoman of the cult of the Burning Man. So she comes, unfortunately, packed with Jackdaw uh, in a box called A Twisted Tale. Anyone know what happened to Jackdaw in Malifaux Burns? He got his soul back now, is that it? Uh, that happened before Malifaux Burns. It was in the... Um, he's the in the Last Malifaux. Love's body, isn't he? Yeah, he's in the Resurrection book, if you want to um, find out what happened to Jackdaw. But basically, he's got his soul back. <laughs> Good times. Uh, Nels found a book and... That's turned her a little bit nuts, essentially. Re- turned her into a reading rainbow. It's like when people first <laughs> discovered the uh, the Harry Potter books and wouldn't shut up about it. Like, that's essentially her now. Yeah. Oh, my God, that is. Oh, my. Oh my. Slowly writing Burning Man fanfic. Yeah, the artwork looks a little bit Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, that, and Argus Hart is basically running, around, running through the crowds and spoiling it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So, um, 12 wounds still, 6 defense still, dropped to willpower, because obviously she's gone a bit mad. Uh, but she's gained a move. She's moved 6 now, which is deceptive. Still on her 30 mil base. She keeps exclusive interview. Um, but rather than now having the thing where she draws a card and gains a focus, she has words have power. After an enemy model within 8 inches resolves the interact action, it suffers 1 irreducible damage. That's good. That's very good. So the thing that pro- disgusting. Yeah. So the thing that I probably didn't mention earlier, the, the reason Nelly had a different named not chasing the story is so that you could proc both. Nelly can get a focus, and then like Allison can get a focus as well. This is arguably a lot better because you're gaining a benefit on one of your models for a focus somewhere else, but she's just also just chucking a damage on someone. The fact that it's irreducible really adds to her shtick, which we'll talk about in a second. She's got spread the word. I don't know how this got in and through the playtesters, but it did. No one played Nelly. No, yeah, no one played Nelly before. Like, I, I don't understand how. So, once per activation, when a model within eight inches gains a condition, Nelly can have another friendly journalist or enemy model within two inches of that gain the same condition at a value of plus one, if any. So let's go at its most basic level. You give one of your models, it activates, it walks near one of your other journalists, you take the concentrate action. Guess what? You've got two models with a focus token now. That's lovely, that's basic. Think of it more when you've got a master who's purely based on putting the distract condition out. Or if you've got abilities to, I don't know, put out things like fast and slow. You know, like say if you had one more question which can put out slow really easily and then you can spread the slow. Um, it's all about her being a very good speaker. We 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 played a battle report with it, Courtney, didn't we? And it, it very quickly got silly. Um, against yeah, condition crews, it can get very silly. So especially conditioned crews who don't like their own condition. So yeah, all those awkward things like stunned and stuff like that. Right back at you, homie. You have it. If I'm within two inches of <laughs> you, you get it right back. So um, it, it's, it's very good and uh, it's a bit strong. So she's uh, got first to speak as well, which is like pseudo um, serene countenance. So if she's already activated, enemy attack actions that target her suffer a negative to the duel. And to be perfectly honest, from turn two onwards, she's activating first pretty much every time on, on your crew. It's basically opposite um, manipulating. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's going to go first a lot of the time. So again, she's got a lot on the front of her card. You will need to get some games in with her, but it's so good. 
it's so so good and it means those 12 wounds and that defense six is an absolute nightmare to chew through bear in mind you've also got stones now you could put her in a lead line coat to stop the enemy from moving her from outside of eight inches that would be more viable than maybe nelly one and i'm sure the more competitive players have probably well thought about that before i have Let, let's go on to the attack actions shall we mm, so uh, which, which do we go with first there's so much right let's go with the attack actions then we'll do the tactical nelly 2's whole thing is she puts out distracted so she's got her curse translation attack action which is her bare barrel thing that she does range eight stat six with the mask built in the mask is slander so it's resisted by willpower it's got a blast on every chat so it's one three three so she'll hit a model and get a blast on it and the trigger that's built in is the target gains distracted plus one if they're within two inches of ski markets plus one damage so it's potentially two four four with a blast hmm. so she can put out spread damage shall we say she can put out damage quite over quite a large amount especially with bubble crews it's okay it's not doing a lot for you you then go one more level up the ladder and you go to false reality so false reality everything's range eight as again stat six against willpower tn of 10 place the target anywhere within x of its current position where x is equal to two inches plus twice the value of the target's distracted condition so if they've got distracted plus two, you're putting them six inches away. And and Nelly puts distracted plus two on pretty much everything. <laughs> it's hole in the world, but you don't need the trigger for it. It just happens. And if you've got more than distracted plus two, God help you, you might as well go on someone else's board because <laughs> Nelly will yeet you to the other side of the planet. <laughs> Um, and she's got a trigger on it, so just in case you missed the obey of Nelly One, she's got silver tongue on a mask. Once per turn, non-leader only. The target then takes a non-charge general or close combat action chosen and controlled by this model. So, I don't know. Let's say someone has a really nice, cute totem that sits at the back. You just teleport the beater ten inches back to the back of their ranks, and it hits it. Nothing personal, kids. Yeah. Back. So that's great, but perhaps that doesn't, you know, titillate your fancy of the Burning Man. We'll go to the top tier attack action now, which is her shockwave. So Lessons of a Frame Wade, which is the book that she has. Um, stat six needing a 10. You may be wondering, well, I haven't got one more question, so I need to put scheme markers down. How do I do that? How do I keep Fiona alive? Is she stuck in? You, you do this. Um, once per activation, instead of dropping a shockwave marker, you drop a scheme marker censoring on that shockwave it's a shockwave one but it's a willpower 14 test one damage one distracted that's already very good until the end phase models damaged by this action cannot take the interact action unless it's controlled by a friendly model you know gaining grounds my fellow opponent just ignore it for a turn <laughs> you can't gain any grounds this turn yeah so She's got to do that every turn because A, it'll drain a hand because willpower 14 is not easy. And let's be honest, if there's a false witness nearby, you're going to be really sad. Or August, who we'll talk about in a second. You don't want the damage and the distracting. You don't want that to go off. So you're pitching all these cards. Or if it does go off, you're going to absolutely ruin people. Or worst case scenario, you don't even attack the enemy with it. You just put down a scheme marker, which enables field reporters or Fiona, or you just put it there for slander triggers that come later. So... It, it's good. Mm. It's good. You'll often do a frame wade and then do your curse translation because then you put your slander that does the plus one damage and makes it a lot more viable. Yeah. So so 
Do we ever play Nelly Watt anymore? Well, the important thing is, Chris, that's not the best part of her card. Well, I was I was hoping right, there'd be no We're working our way cards. up the ladder. All right, we're working our way up the ladder. Surely it can't get better. So we then go to her tactical actions. Um, she's got her bonus action, Lunacy. Um, it has to target a friendly journalist. Target gains distracted plus two, and you can just draw, draw a card. But if you flip a tome, you draw a second card because of Surge. You might be wondering, Tom, that's really stupid. Why would you give your own models distracted plus two? Well, let me introduce you to So Chaos. I don't know how this got through because I don't know why it's distracted to. It should be distracted for. Reduce the value of target non-masters distracted condition by two. This is not once per turn, by the way. (laughs) Target must take a non-charged general or close combat action chosen and controlled by this model. So her bonus action enables you to obey one of your own models. Or, let's be honest, if it's a big honking dinosaur in the middle of Lord Cooper's crew... You can make it. Attack. I don't like how I'm the reference to this every because time. I've never had an activation that was so <laughs> utter BS. Because <laughs> I think once she made the dino, and you get triggers like there's no triggers here, so the action generates triggers. The dino hit his own crew, then got the rampage thing to push through, and then yeah. she did it. But she given the dino distracted, so she could then put distracted on Fiona or vice versa, and then got Fiona Fiona to attack and do her blast trigger to kill two dogs. Like it was just genocide. Yeah, it was it was pretty brutal. And it I shouldn't say be well, distracted too. It should be higher than that. Or there should at least be a target on it. Yeah, that you can like, relent with friendlies, but um, it's so stupid good. I will say it as well that false reality is pretty good on your own models as well if they've got distracted because you can just get them wherever you need them to be. Yeah. So she uses distracting in a lot of different ways, which is kind of cool. And like yeah. I said, bear in mind you've got your newsies who pump out distracted quite easily, and you've got Alison who has slander built into her. One more question. Hmm. It's it's really powerful, and then you've also got the fact that it's a general action or a close combat action, so chaos. So you can just make someone interact. Yes. So they don't have to be within two inches of you for you to obey them. So you know that carved the path that you're pushing down the board? Just, I'm going to do it from eight inches away. Take two distracted of you, by the way. Push it back over your own halfway line. Like, I'd take an irreducible as well. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, uh, she, is, she is pretty brutal. Yeah, she wasn't playtested enough. But she's good, and I want to make sure that we talk about her because you're probably going to see her on the other side of the board at some point. Because like I said, lots of people, I hope all these people are painting Nelly Cruz because they've just really fallen in love with a much maligned master. I hope it's not meta-chasing. But if it is someone opposite you who's meta-chasing, let's talk around how we deal with this. Rule one, that willpower five is a big target on her back. If you can start doing her own stuff to her or burying her or any of that stuff, she starts to feel very sad. Yeah. As much as she loves putting distracted on other models, she does not like it going on herself. So sticking distracted on her will ruin her day. And the third thing you can do, yes, she has the ability to put out damage and she has the whole guild thing where she can make herself quite tanky. Don't worry about killing her. Just maybe if you hear someone declare Nelly, I mean, naturally, you're probably not going to take your full bubble crew anyway. Just stick one sacrificial model that is size three or more on a 40 or 50 mil base in front of her and keep it there <laughs> as much as you can and just stand there. A literal blocker. 
a literal blocker, or if you are a master who can put out, you know, ice pillars, mm. you've got to, you just got to lock it down um, as quick as you can. If you can, sl- this is why she's move six, because if you slow her down, she has a very sad, so staggered as well. Um, but they made her move six, so she's always relevant because that eight inch range, if you can do anything to stop her seeing or getting into eight inch range, she can't do anything at all. You know, the most she can do is chuck out her shockwave. So, it's all about limiting her visibility and viability of targets. And I think you just have to accept that that so chaos is going to be incredibly annoying, or you just have something that can splash condition removal out. I think first to speak can also be very much a, um, activation a, control. Yeah, exactly. It's very much a noose around the neck as well in certain situations. Cause you kind of want to go with her because that's her only defense. Yeah. And there's situations where you don't want that. Um, so I, I don't so that I think definitely I don't I think she's very good. I don't know if she's like stupidly OP, but I, I think, think she's, she's very, very, good. very strong in the current yet gaining grounds. I think when she was yeah. released and we were still in gaining grounds too, she was just good. Yeah. Mm. I think she's a bit stupid now. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, anything that's, heavily that's interacts, this, she just absolutely ruled. ruled yeah, that, that, that's where this podcast is coming from. Usually we don't like to date the podcast, we just talk about schemes in general, but this is very much on the topic of GG3 and I, how I think that this is going to be a problem and you can't nerf her because her rules are really fluffy and good. It's the problem with the GGs that you've kind of created where it's all interact in the middle of your opponent's crew, mm. you know. Um, but... She's good. She's fun. We did a battle report with her. It was hilarious. I'm not going to use her again anytime soon because she needs to stay in the box for a bit. <laughs> um, but it's nice to see her have such a glow up and have such an amazingly thematic alternative. Yeah. I just wish that the GG allowed a little bit more of a fair play for your opponent. And it's not every strat, but it's at least half of them that you're going to maybe have a bad time. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, more fun is the guy that she comes with. Yeah, if she's so good, surely he must be a bit toned down. Yeah, he's absolute garbage. So, August Hearts. <laughs> Narrator's note, he's not. So, yeah. um, August is a stat seven, sorry, a cost seven enforcer. So again, we keep to the theme. Who loves being distracted. So he fits beautifully well with Nelly 2. He's still very good with Nelly 1, and that is primarily due to the fact that he has disturbing whispers. Enemy models within six inches of him suffer a minus one willpower stat. So he has Jackdaw's shtick. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack loves him because of this as well, because, you know, minus one willpower is hilarious and stuff. But for Nelly, he can stand six inches away and not necessarily have to be right in the middle of the fray, and he can make one more question hit pretty much every time. Um, he's got exclusive interviews, that's fine. He's got torments, it's not really going to be much of a deal. Um, it's more the jackdaw thing, but it's worth noting when your opponent has upgrades, so he can draw a card. Um, the thing that he has is he has ignore the voices, so he ignores distracted when he makes attack actions, it just doesn't affect him at all. Um, and if he suffers damage, he can reduce his distracted to reduce the damage by two. Um, I should word this properly, actually, because this isn't the same as like the Fire Golem and the Fermented River Monks. He can reduce his distracted by one to reduce the damage by two. Yeah, so he doesn't reduce the distracted by a number and you reduce the damage by that number. Distracted is valued higher, it seems, um, and will reduce the damage by two. I, it's because she can't stack the distracted as efficiently as, say, Brew can stack the poison on... You are correct, but she has an ability 
inbuilt on the front of her card where if someone gets a condition then a journalist that's within two can also gain that condition and you're gonna chuck out a lot of distracted (laughs) um so you can get it back up quite easy um and this is where we also go with this bear in mind distracted isn't capped focus is capped distracted is not capped during the end phase this model may gain distracted plus one if it does so it may have an enemy model within two also gain distracted plus one yay so yeah nelly doesn't affect the end phase with her words have power but august does so you're still getting distracted so he spreads distracted everywhere and his defense and willpower being five doesn't matter when he's got seven wounds and he puts you at negative willpower and he can reduce his distracted damage. so he's always reducing damage by two yeah unless he comes and hits you so he doesn't care about distracted He's got Craze Swipe, which is, again, so good. So let's say you've gone full distracted. You've got Nelly 2, you've got uh, Allison, you've got some Newsies, you've got your field reporters. You're doing full jank. There's distracted everywhere. August has got his uh, Craze Swipe, which is stat 5 versus defense. Reduce the value of this model's distracted condition by up to 2. Target suffers 134 damage, ignoring armor and incorporeal. And then the target suffers additional damage equal to the value of the distracted condition reduced by declaring this action. Why is there so much armor ignoring in a bunch Min of newspaper reporters? Yeah, that ignores armor. Because <laughs> your armor and your ghostiness feelings. won't hide you from the lies, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> your, armor, your armor can't protect you from your feelings. From the truth. <laughs> your, your WhatsApp chain will, uh, will haunt you no matter what. And he's also got a trigger on his home, which is disturbing sight models within one inches of the target, game distracted plus one, which ignore, includes him because it's a one inch melee. And then Nelly can also then chain more distracted out. Um, that's good. He's got flash photography like the field reporters if he needs it at a distance, but his is much better. Um, he's got no triggers built in, but it's stat six. But he's got uh, a mask for crazed, which means he gains a distracted. Or he's got the, the crow for shifting photograph. So you reveal the top three cards of the opponent's fate deck. For each crow revealed, you can move the target up to two inches and then discard all the crows that you revealed. So Look even at this more. Photograph. <laughs> <laughs> so he can he can eat people as well, um, but it's just more based on luck. So, I like the idea that he's just going ape and he's just firing this uh, photography off as he's going, going ah! yeah. <laughs> and, and if that doesn't work he's got his bonus action which is a two inch pulse um, enemy models within range must pass uh, TM13 movement duel um, so it's great with Jackdaw because movement staggered and stuff this model may push any model that fails up to two inches in any direction. He's got the craze trigger again to give himself distractive, and he's got the tome for ghost stories. Um, each model within range with distract for each model within range with distracted draw a card to a maximum of two. So he makes up for losing Nelly One's card draw with that bonus action if he manages to get the tome. So he also moves people a lot, which again, if you're in a gaining grounds, it's all about moving and interacting. Nelly Two with August really do stop you from banking on being able to get to that marker and being able to push it or flick it on or whatever you need to do with it yeah they're pretty good combo it's a it's a solid box it's not one of those boxes where you buy it and you're not that bothered about the the shared model you can just pick up the master i think you do really want august he's phenomenal he's really really good now we have not had much use out of him at all because obviously we recorded our nelly 
season beforehand. I think we, Courtney, we just did the one game, didn't we, with Nelly too? Yeah, we didn't use the enforcers. We just played two because it was just confusing. We yeah, we kept the same list and just changed the master, didn't we? But like yeah. he he goes into every list with Nelly too, full stop. Um, which is a shame for me because there's so many cool thematic things. I'd like it to be slightly less of a choice, but I think you, if Nelly two is just putting distractor on everything, you want your dude who reduces willpower. And, gets bonuses for that of course you do <laughs> so that's everything that is in keyword that is it really so where would you go out of keywords um it, it doesn't have to rhyme with schmudded rider <laughs> is it, well, is it schmudded or is it nail <laughs> rider well i've got good news for you chris it doesn't rhyme with shredded rider <laughs> Um, yeah, th- th- we can talk through this actually because during those playtesting games we did before we recorded the season, there was actually quite a lot of trying things out. Um, pretty much everything in Guild is viable. Like Dr. Grimwell is always good. We did a game with the Guild Steward. I think it was with you, Courtney, um, because on paper he looks very good because he's got um, protection money. So after an enemy scheme marker's dropped within six inches of him, he can draw a card. But it was almost, and it was also healing. One big thing I will say, and we'll talk about weaknesses in a second, Nelly has naff all healing in her crew. That's why their defenses is good. So having foul mouth motivation was handy. It was kind of a bit of a win more. He just took up six soul stones that was actually just better having your own keyword. So it leaves you then to have a thought about, do you want to take a big beater? Do you want to take the brutal emissary? Do you want to take a peacekeeper? Or do you want to take something that does a bit of everything and... To be honest, when we were playing Nelly 1, the Pale Rider ticked every single box because he has Ride With Me for Fiona or for anyone else. He is Ruthless, which you don't have in Keyword. Um, He has got ranged attacks, which do damage and put out conditions. Injured is fantastic to put out on someone with Nelly. And he has his bonus action, Reveling Conflict, which is a healing pulse. If a model is engaged, uh, sorry, is engaging someone, they heal too. So it's good for Fiona. Most of your other crew don't have a melee range much. But because you know you're going to be in combat, the Pale Rider also wants to go in for his triggers. So he puts out a one, heal one or heal two with the pulse. But as we saw every battle report, he also has his devastation trigger from turn two onwards, presuming you have a ram in hand, which is a six inch pulse that does two irreducible damage and burning plus one. So. I, I tell you what, I'm just. I tell you what, Chris, I'm I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that, to hear a guild player advocate for taking the pill right. I know. I just, you're so, I just. I, I can't believe it. I know. Honestly, guild guild players pinching themselves after like you know how many years of the their crew being slightly not there to now just having like four masters that are way too strong. Um. Like he, he he does he does everything he needs to. As we saw in the battle reports, if he gets focus fired, he'll die to a swift breeze. But let's be honest, you're probably not taking that list in an actual game. You're probably taking a few of the other things that are in the keywords kind of cause problems. But you want healing, um, you want ruthless, and you want a condition that can go out and cause extra damage. He does all of that. And if he doesn't get his devastation trigger, it's always worth saying the diminished pain, which is the three rams. Friendly models within six inches gain shielded plus two and end injured if able. So putting shielded plus two on all of your crew that are pretty much all defense six will mitigate the healing damage as well. So he goes in, but honestly, any of it can go in. There's a few out of keyword picks that you might want to look at, but to be honest, 
it's so hard to see past it. The only other one that I quite like is um, the Gatling Gunner. Because um, the Gatling Gunner is pretty good. Um, he's got um, Dig the Trenches. So he's got the ability to um, make friendly models within three inches of him not be targeted by enemy models that are more than six inches away. So it forces the enemy to have to come up to you. Yeah, it's a great tech pick, isn't he? Yeah, so and he's six versatile. So again, it's another six soulstone pick, but the Gatling guns, it's a stat four, it's not great, but if it hits, it does hit well. But just the fact that you force your opponents to have to come to you if they're going to attack you, it means that if Nelly goes against maybe a predominantly shooting crew that are going to stand right at the back of the board and tow you, you can mitigate that quite quite simply. It's a stat four needing an eight of tomes, like you you'll you'll hit that, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's probably where I'd go. Cool. So I think that covers about all of it for the model. So what's what's the keyword good at? What kind of strats and schemes does she favour? Well, you know Gaining Grounds 3. Yeah, just, just that. <laughs> she favours that. Um, so, <laughs> like, uh, we keep making this joke, and uh, I, I keep making this joke, I don't want to throw Chris and Corny under the bus. I'll take all the flack for what I say. Yeah, it was all Tom. But it was all Tom, just remember that. The, when this Gaining Grounds came out, Due to the nature of the fact that we all play quite a lot of games, we we have to play through the gaining grounds to get our heads around them. We can't really just read it and absorb it because we play about 10 different systems, so we kind of have to get our games in. 11 now, thanks, Tom. Yeah, you're welcome. So that being said, (laughs) when we saw some of these get announced, I immediately put in our little Discord, which you should totally join. Um, Oh my God, did they think about Nelly about this or not? um and the resounding answer was uh, oh yeah so she likes anything that involves interacting she likes anything that involves you pushing strategy markers around or having to interact to put them onto other people so things like carve the path things like cursed objects yeah things like covert operation you know, things like guard the stash. No, I'm joking. She's not great at all of them, but like the, the ones that are the pushy pushy or go and interact and put someone, she loves that. Yeah. And um, being able to control that is is pretty horrendous. And the fact that most of these in this GG allow you to interact even when you're engaged, you know, they said like the specific thing in the strat says you can interact when you're engaged. Nelly doesn't care. She's quite happy for you to interact when you're engaged because it just means she can pile around you anyway and kind of do stuff. Um, so... It's easy to say anything that involves scheming, but we're in such a a phase of M3E now that is so revolving around it that uh, it's... How do we word this without me rambling? Guild are very obviously one of the strongest factions in the game. They didn't need to have half of the strats now have an auto-pick master Mm. to go on top of that. Um, And that seems to be the kind of danger with this. Um, she doesn't like anything where your opponent can just spread out and not care. So yeah, absolutely carve the path, put them right on the wings of the board yeah, and just, you know, split your crew in half, take a big tanky crew and just push it and just be like, well, but then it depends what the scheme pool is because then if you give up the middle of the board, there's an awful lot that want you to be in the middle of the board or doing stuff like that. Um, I don't know. You guys tell me because you've got more GG three games in than I have. And you know, Nelly well enough now. Um, I'd say yeah. I'd say only fifty percent of the strats really. She's she's like not quite an auto win, but very very strong. So yeah, guard the stash isn't that bad because um, 
unless she's moving your models, there's not much you can do because you're not really interacting with them there. You've just got to be near them. Yeah. I'm trying to think of all the others now. Carve, yeah, if you can keep the stuff away from her, then it's absolutely fine. Covert Ops, yeah, I suppose she's not that strong into that really either because Covert Ops is just, you just need to be near the markers again. It's... Yeah. Um, Cursed it's objects, very much though. It's, it's carved and cursed, isn't yeah, it? Let's be honest. Curse. You, you've got no chance of getting your markers off onto the opposing, onto Nelly's crew. Because when you go to interact to do it, she'll just be like, nah, fam. Yeah, you've got to be within an inch of the opponent to do it. And yeah. Nelly's thing is two inches. So it just isn't happening. Yeah, absolutely not. So it, you've, with Cursed, you've really got to kill Nelly before, or kill her crew before they manage to kill you or get their curse tokens onto you really because because that's what they're going to be trying to do yeah yeah i i, I um yeah I, I, she's she's definitely very good she's definitely a very good option and you can tell with the amount of people that have been sort of picking her up that um she's definitely um a lot better i don't know if she's nexus kids as <laughs> worrying uh but she is definitely very good, and I think a lot of guild players will be adding her into their repertoire. Mm. I think in terms of what you can do to mitigate this vortex at the moment of kind of interacts and problems is um, you take ranged crew, yeah. I suppose, is the best best approach. I know it's a real easy thing to say when you, you, know, you declare your masters at the same time, but I think you take a range crew and you just try and put as much damage out as you absolutely can and just kind of try and sit back and score your points three, four, and five. Yeah. Um, but again, if the scheme pool doesn't want you to do that and it wants you to be pushing things across the board, turn two and turn three, then you're going to have to deal with it. The other thing is models with things like Agile. Um, the other thing is also that many of Nelly's crew don't actually have a melee zone. Um, yeah. So just walking away from them like you might feel like it's a wasted ap but perhaps just bouncing and getting out of there is fine um even if they do have melee it's not usually great so you can disengage but the problem with disengaging is you then can't interact afterwards so it's kind of movement positioning things like flights you know things like putting out terrain markers she does not like markers being put out that block her line of sight or block no. her models line of sight shouldn't like big 50 mil bases that are in, in the way um but like that's the pianos thing. basically got pianos <laughs> everywhere but like i said the, the tricky situation is and i'm not claiming auto win anywhere but i am claiming auto pick she's she's very much a no-brainer for some of these and i think that then allows if you've got your reps in with her because she's incredibly hard to learn once you've got your reps in with her um you can be very confident that you're going to score at least four points you know and you, you she's very much good at debuffing the enemy and making it very hard for them to score points which in the current gaining grounds is kind of you score your points through interacting you know so you maybe have to just take everything that is to do with standing next to something or killing something you can't do any of the ones that drop scheme markers like chris said earlier yeah yeah absolutely you've just got to try and stay away from scheming <laughs> you know it's malifaux just don't scheme yeah just don't scheme just don't. there's murder <laughs> options everywhere Tom manages exactly. to find them every game somehow, whether they're there or not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. She, she's the most pacifist crew that I've played. And, you know, remember Nelly doesn't do damage. So she's... <laughs> cool. So I think we'd normally go on to what me and Courtney would take to shut her down. Um, can you think of anyone specific, Courtney, that you'd take against Nelly if you knew she was coming up? I think Nelly too. There's a lot of distracted coming out. There's one person that I think of that quite likes having distracted. 
That's Ivan. Mm. Uh, I think English Ivan is is might be. Is that the sound of disagreement, though, Chris? Mm, yeah. Um, don't forget Nelly 2's bonus action. I know it won't affect Ivan himself, but every other duo model. You mean her obey thing? Yeah. 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 Tactical. I mean, yeah, but again, the problem is is that like you can play around that as much as you want, but. He, but Nelly's gonna have gonna get distracted on the stuff that she wants to obey. So why not benefit from that yourself? <laughs> why not just feed yeah, her the models? Yeah, so why not turn into the skit? If she's gonna if she's gonna distract you anyway, why not get a benefit from it? Mm. And that and that's where I think Ivan comes in because yeah, she's gonna obey your stuff. Great, you know, if she obeys to attack you, you're gonna have to rent and take them in. But, what, but generally speaking, she's put the stress on you. That's fine. You're getting pluses out of that. Yeah. And that gets around Nelly's minus, um, a minus um, reverse malignity. Yeah. Because if you're getting pluses out of it, um, and then obviously if you can get some concealment out there, you're in on pluses. She ain't got no defenses. Then then you're um, – I, I feel like Ivan is a good pick against her. Outside of that, I think it's a bit of a hard one. Um because distracted is basically going to shut off any combat you want to do with her yeah. against her. Um, so probably crews that can just work around her, yeah. uh, probably work out as well. The thing is, is like I think for even Nelly, if you kill, if you can get Nelly, get rid of Nelly, that shuts down a lot of what they want to do. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just sort of trying to work out a way to do that. Um, because I think both Nellies, both I mean, both Nellies have got a good defense. Obviously, Nelly two sacrifices her six willpower, um, but they're only getting protected by that serene countenance or the reverse initiative. So, if you've got ways like Keris, Keris just ignore. It's just one model that doesn't care about the strategy because she's going to have a plus flip anyway. You know, Parker, a lot of his stuff has is inbuilt plus flips. You know, I think generally speaking, if you can get rid of, if you can sort of pick out Nelly. You, that that crew loses a lot of teeth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's sort of that would probably be the, the things I'd be looking for if I if I saw Nelly was going to be played against me. Chris, how about you? Uh, no further questions, Your Honour. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah, no. I think Courtney's actually uh, covered a lot of it. Uh, it's it's hard to pick a specific master or anything. I think that the way to beat Nelly is to just play your own game, literally, just try and either ignore it or deal with it really quickly. It's it's play whatever your strongest point is there i think at the rate of sounding at the risk of sounding like a broken record i think your answers are range stunned and burial yeah yeah Ponstuck, pandora tara lady J. yeah like just either get them out of position or take their triggers away yeah and life is suddenly a lot easier easier said than done but a lot easier um the other thing you can do is she comes in a box with jackdaw jackdaw could have an absolute field day um, if you get staggered on them, just stop them from moving. <laughs> you know, just slow them right down and then you can move around them. Now, Jack isn't exactly the fastest crew, but it, then if you've got things like the Dead Rider knocking around in his crew, um, it can freely go and score some points and even your field reporters are going to struggle then to, to move and stuff. Yeah. So conditions, conditions, conditions are the answer to your questions. As per. So do you have any favourite moments using the crew, Tom? Anything that stands out? Anything to do with... T-Rexes or I said it several times <laughs> it was literally said it several times in the podcast we literally like got we, we filmed that activation and I just looked at him afterwards and just apologised <laughs> and he was just like 
do we need to just call it here? And I was like, yeah, we need to carry on recording. So it was just like, <laughs> don't even forgot my card. So we're already having a bad day. Yeah. Trying to learn, remember everything, completely forgetting the fundamental part of Cooper. And I've got to deal with that as well. It was not a good day. She just went off. Like she it was did. just that she activation. Really we just like, afterwards we were like, Oh my God. Um, <laughs> in terms of Nelly one, my, my general Nelly one, like, as, as with all things, you guys and Darren basically took the brunt of my Nelly training and net playing against Nelly. But when you play against someone who's not played Nelly before and just like, yeah, they're just some journalists, you'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and life is not fine. <laughs> um, but anytime the undercover reporter, anytime, as Chris said, the pendulum drops and he just pops out and yeah. knives someone. Yeah. It's just... It's hilarious. He's great. And I love the idea of him just ripping off his like goblin mask, his gremlin mask, and there's just him with his bushy mustache. And <laughs> um, yeah, and it, Pale Rider's not in keyword, but anytime Pale Rider just walks into a scrum and puts out burning, and then that, that was also good. Yeah, that's absolutely horrific, that. Um, so it normally falls to me and Courtney for our, our worst moments facing the crew. But again, I think we've covered Courtney's. Yeah, bad touch. Yeah, for me, it was it probably was the Pale Rider just being an absolute nightmare to deal with combined with Alison. And it was, it was our game. We had the big river in the middle, didn't we? With the Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, I don't think I left my half I barely got out of my deployment zone to be honest with you especially because the the reporter undercover reporter just popped up straight away in the middle of all my models and tied me up it's like great you know what? i can't even remember who i used in that bat rep against you i don't think i've ever i think it was ivan i think yeah it was yeah yeah and that was, um, that was pre um yeah that was it because i got the brock inspector right into you early on and then i think the undercover reporter said no or i lined up ready to go and it was like nope <laughs> no you get back in your deployment yeah, I think that season like had an incredible game with Darren where he played Seamus as well, and like that was very a lot of scheming and interacting jank, and I think it was just testament to like how silly those two crews are yeah. when they're like together. Yeah, um, we made a lot of horrendous Molly jokes that you know Seamus was collecting more journalists for his collection. You know, but... <laughs> Why not? That's the kind of thing he does. So um, yeah. I think that takes us nicely to the second break, and then when we come back, we'll go to our world famous painted rated system. So. Uh, hey, Back in a Now for a snippet of the new song from Leopold. It was Nelly. Uh, 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 Benny. What's up, mate? Uh, open up, please. Why, what's happening? Uh, Nelly just caught me. What the fuck? I, I didn't know she was in town. With who? This junkie. I don't know what to do. Just say it wasn't you, mate. Okay. Mm. Nelly came in and she caught me red-handed, fiddling the junkie's lid. And pictured it with her both but naked, and there was a silhouette. How could I forget that she was such a nosy bitch? All this time she was standing there, she didn't take her eyes off fish. Well, how the fuck did Nelly take a picture in the compound? You got a personal army, but you didn't hear a damn sound. You better watch your back before you wind up in the news. You're gonna be the man they end up calling Von Screws. To be a fried corp, you gotta know how to play. If she says you did it, just convince her that you're gay. Don't interrupt her out, no matter what they say And you've got to tell her, no way, no way 
But she caught me in the compound It wasn't me Saw me oiling up a guild hound It wasn't me I even had my fist in Turnkey It wasn't me the whole thing Stay tuned after the end of the show to hear the full track <laughs> You'll regret it <laughs> And we're back. So let's go straight to our scoring system. So as you all know, we score it on four different things. We have learning curviness. Uh, we score this out of five, don't we? We do. Yeah. I obviously knew that, definitely. So yeah, one to five. So uh, it's how easy it is to get to grips with the crew. One being quite hard, five being really, really, really easy to learn. Then shenanigans, the amount of mad tricks, combos, or how easy, straightforward the crew is. So one being a very straightforward, simple crew, five being ultimate shenanigans. Then there's the hiring pooliness. So one being there's only a small pool of models that you'll only ever use the same ones five being you've got an absolutely massive range to choose from and then lastly the one that me and Courtney get to rate which is dickishness one being they're an absolute no, pleasure five is, to play against five, five no 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 five. yeah no five is mega dick five is dickzilla <laughs> dickzilla uh five being god i hate playing this and again we always say it's the master not the player so we're not rating tom on this honestly yeah, 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 yeah. so tom learning curviness how easy is it to get to grips with uh whatever the hardest one is she's absolutely that yeah, so five. If if she's five like like she is incredibly difficult to to get your head around and i'm not going to sugarcoat that for anyone Courtney made a very good point which we talk about in hiring pool and said that it's not a lot of models but like you th- she has so many abilities that proc at completely different times across her whole keyword that you just need to know it and it's it takes games and games and games yeah. and you'll, you'll forget stuff and kick yourself on how things could apply and you need to know the interact rules more than most people care about yeah um you know and you need to know basically every condition in the game and how it functions because nelly two can you know it's it's a lot of lot of stuff i would say so definitely at the harder end of malifaux and i think she's notorious for that just because of the essays that are printed on her card let alone how you apply them yeah and i think it's more for your opponent's benefit that as well because the last yeah. thing you want to be doing halfway through something you're just going oh actually i've just remembered this and i've just remembered that and i've just remembered that. yeah and as i said as an opponent playing against nelly you kind of do also need to know what she does because otherwise yeah. people are just going to say words at you and it's not gonna yeah you just kind of nod in shell shock for you're most just gonna nod and take damage yeah yeah so uh, shenanigans five yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah she she has all of the shenanigans um incredibly on theme shenanigans but her whole thing is she doesn't walk in and attack she messes with people so the whole scheme the whole interact mechanic alone would probably put her at a four yeah add in missions add in the ability and all the fancy triggers add in the fact that you've got like field reporters that can yeet across the board the, under, the undercover reporter is worth two points on his own yeah yeah that, that should push it up to six really this should be a whole exactly. new just I, for that I bastard would, <laughs> and, then you, and then you've got august now who just walks in bloody rambling at people yeah yeah um fuck them both yeah. and then you they take the power rider and you've got all that to deal with as well so, yeah. like top tier shenanigans yes can't wait for the fourth one uh hiring pooliness um 
The hiring pool, as Courtney rightly said, isn't massive. I'd still put it at a three or a four because I think everything is viable. Yeah. I think if we would have done this pre-Malifaux Burns, I'd be like, ah, oh, it's like a three because the newsies don't exist. But yeah. both Nellies are incredibly viable. I think one and two are fantastic. Um, all the enforcers and minions are viable, and you basically pick your flavor between Allison and Fiona, like I said. So I think you could that's what you need to do you need to get your games in and then do all your 20 different combinations with her i think it's a very strong varied pool i wouldn't say it's a five just because it's not mazaki level big yeah no, but it's if you included all the versatiles then you know you're getting there but i think she likes to play in keyword and the keyword is pretty strong and often you will take two field reporters you're not taking one of everything which was what i consider like a five to be you want like yeah. everything in box um, but I do think it's a strong keyword that you've got a lot of options within. Cool. So, Courtney, dickishness. I mean, do I have to say it? Yeah, you have to say what? it. 25. <laughs> <laughs> and Max no, okay, basically so everything. There's two levels of dickishness in, in my... In my um, there's two types of dicks. Are you adding to the rating score already? <laughs> if, there's, if you are just starting with Nelly and you've got a lot of knowledge with her, it's probably a three because you don't know what you're doing. You're, there's a lot to cover. You're not going to be as... You're not at full power. Your power level is is mediocre at that point. If you put a lot of time in effort, it, it's a solid five. You are like... Su- you are super saiyan. You are just annoying everybody around you're you. You're ruining your opponent's day. Uh, you're, at, you're, you're asking people... To, um, Private questions as part of your thing. You are just, you're just awful. Um, yeah, she just has a lot of, she just has a lot of um, shenanigans that she can do, and it's really difficult for you, for your opponent and yourself to keep up with what's going on. Um, like I say, I do our counters to her, but generally speaking, yeah, I think a solid five is pretty, pretty up there. Jeez, high rating. I would, I'd put her. I don't know if I go as high as five. Definitely a four, a four point six. We'll say, but I, think, I think you say about asking a lot of questions. I think you do when you're playing against Nelly. You're like, right, what happens if I interact right now? What happens <laughs> if I charge you? Because there's that much stuff on their cards that you need to remember as well. And if you forget any of it, you just go right. I'll walk over here and place a scheme marker, and then the Nelly player just goes, actually. It's just 20 different things for fuck's sake <laughs> not again <laughs> actually that's my scheme marker now and you take a point of damage and blah 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 and blah and he does that and blah blah it's like fucking I wish I'd just not bothered so uh, yeah 4.6 which rounds off to a 5 really I'd concur because I feel like when you play against Nelly you're forced to play her game yeah very much like, so. and that, that's what ramps it up even if it's just the undercover reporter but in terms of her main mechanics you're forced to change whatever your plan was before someone declared master is completely too it's influenced just by her now. She controls what the plan is, um, which I think ramps it up. And I think Courtney was spot on. If someone's learning, they probably don't. You probably don't feel too bad against Nelly. You're probably like, oh, yeah, interact. If someone's got 10, 20 games, then you're like, oh, everything. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> everything everywhere all at once. It's not great. So. Cool. So that just leaves us with the final pitch, Tom. So remind people once again why they should play Nelly. I would like to make sure that this big Nelly wave is due to people loving Nelly, not loving winning. Yeah. So you should play Nelly because she's an incredibly thematic crew. I had a lot of growing pains because of the way that I play games, learning Malifaux. 
that being said with retrospect now i've got my games in with her she is the most delightful palate cleanser of a master if you are someone who just chooses to beat face like i do <laughs> just a completely different way of playing the game and so thematic i mean we dressed up for a battle report we had <laughs> silly shenanigans every time the reporter came out it was hilarious like she's it just was the memes of when it was a. Uh she was getting this, the exclusive scoops or whatever it was and you were putting like the yeah. meme headlines on the bat reps oh, the, the uncomfortable truth that is that it, yeah, yeah the uncomfortable truth list <laughs> for scumbags and stuff like that yeah like she's just yeah like you just gotta play it up and be silly with it and I think yeah. in a casual environment like ours she is silly because like you just get to do all that kind of stuff so I think don't have her as your first master have her as your second or third as a nice alternate to whatever you've got and just enjoy playing the journos and enjoy the the kind of narrative that you can form with that and um don't worry about any undead wannabes that are trying to you know, undead wannabes trying to parade past you yeah you know i think you'll find that moy was the original best journalist and she remains the best journalist i mean Even remains is the word there so I suppose I better let you guys talk now and we should talk about what's going on in the wider world of Malifaux game systems and stuff. So Everything. how are we doing? Um, I mean, yeah, it's good, yeah. A lot of the um, the, the Malifaux burn stuff that I've been waiting for, like Brewery and Zip and, and Zerider's coming out soon as well. Um, Zerider? So <laughs> Zerida, yeah. Jan's going to be really upset if he ever listens to this. But he did tell me to play Zerida, he did. I don't care what he said. He did look me right in the eye and said, you need to play Zerida. Didn't he also turn to you and say you're his favourite um, influencer of all time and, or something like that, I mean, according he, to he, you? He did, he, did, he did call me the the uh, uh, the champion of the that people. And that, is, that is the truth. That is the truth. He said that. Would you have anyone else in the room to, to bear witness or anything? He's, he's, he's obviously a people of the court. You is that because that's one of the people that we did where we got you voted as like fourth best thing to be in a bat rep? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stand by that. It's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, so basically a bunch of the mouthful stuff that I've been waiting for has been coming out finally, so that's good. Obviously, the, um, the, the we've been seeing some new masters and stuff like that come out. Obviously, we don't really know what the Bayou one's going to be like, so I'm not really that interested right now. Um, I know you're kind of um, salivating over the book. Oh, yeah, they really. look amazing, but I'm I'm skint at the moment, and it's like you say, though, the, a lot of masters have kind of dropped at once now. The ones we were waiting for, so it's been really nice to actually play with the new masters properly so i've just got ulix yeah. 2 um not so long ago and i'm about five games in with ulix 2 and absolutely loving him but i'm also currently painting shenlong 2 yuko 2 i've got lynch 2 there to go as well um so i think shen 2 will be next on the board once i've got my 10 games with ulix in so it's an exciting Windy time boy. And Windy boy. loving gaining grounds three as well absolutely loving it yeah it's good you go you've gone hard into malifo this last week courtney haven't you, you had three games yeah, you know, I have actually. It's been it's been um it's been rare for me. Usually one game a week is enough. I get tired very easily, you know. Um but yeah, I've three games this week, so that's been good. It's I've I've definitely been enjoying it. So how how's uh, how's Brewy at the moment, Courtney? Where would you say he sits? Brewy Tui. Um Brewy Tui. What on the power level scale? If we were to, so if we were like to go into tier lists, where would you go? <laughs> 
S. <laughs> S. I um yeah, Brew Two is ridiculous, and I don't think it's it's controversial for me to say that that he is absolutely ridiculous. Um, so yeah, and the GG definitely um upped that ridiculous up. Basically, he's another Nelly in the fact that the GG just made him the strong master even better. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been really enjoying Brewery Brewery Two. I, I really like it. It's just I can tell the power level straight there. And obviously, Ophelia, Ophelia Two, I love. Like, I love Ophelia Two so much. That is such a great change to a master. Because uh, I know Ophelia Two, a lot of people was said was quite boring, but I really enjoy playing Ophelia Two. Really, yeah, enjoy I think it. she's less boring than Ophelia One. Yeah, no, she is. Like Ophelia One is. Well, this is what I mean. Like, I know a lot of people were saying that Ophelia One was a very boring master to play against and to play. So Ophelia Two just being this really interesting uh, difference is just great. I love. She's one of my favorite, one of my top three masters. Now. Yeah, is that because Ophelia she throws out twelve tar bombs? Um, I mean, 12 tar bombs, yeah, but... Because you know, <laughs> of what you, you did know. to Paul that time. <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Well, no. This Ash was just walked into literally being tar and feather. <laughs> it's not just because of that, but it, that was enjoyable as well. But yeah, overall, without me rambling any further, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying Malfoy at the moment. I know there's quite a few games that we want to play as well, Moonstone and Batman, and I've been sort of like hoodwinked into doing Warcry, yeah. so... Um, we have got a, a, the channel is going to have a, a selection box of content um, over the next couple of months or whatever, however Tom decides to release it. So, yeah, I mean, we're doing pretty good. What about you, Chris? I'd, yeah, just stay, mate. Same. Absolutely loving Malifaux. It's still the number one game at the minute, but then there's the little, the little side hustles we've got going on. So, yeah, the War Cry, I painted up that crow band that uh, Tom kindly fed me. <laughs> To, to hook me into the game uh, yeah and I've got like I'm currently looking at the desk in front of me so I've been painting the Windy Boy as we've been doing this and I put a bit of skin on Shen and Yuko and then just behind next to the right of that I've got some Moonstone models behind that's two whole Batman crews from the Batman starter set and then above that's another Batman crew Yuko's crew I need to finish Lynch's crew I need to finish the alternate McCabe crew that I need to finish as well ready for McCabe 2 coming out so there's plenty yeah, on the desk if you do join our discord you will end up playing six more systems yeah, like that's just, it's, that's it's what happens in it it's what happens but hey what are you Tom what are you up to oh, I was saying to you the other day I can't keep up with Malifaux <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I'm like eight releases behind like I literally have just turned around and gone oh these explorer models seem cool <laughs> like, I have no idea what like this Lord where... Cooper is a card <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was like oh Anya she's cool um <laughs> I, I yeah I can't keep up it, that, that's exactly where I am at the moment and I mean it's part of it's summer holiday syndrome that I do a lot of recording in the summer so I'm playing eight different systems yeah. every couple of weeks like for Chris's example we I've got Warcry on the table at the moment I'm recording Batman on Tuesday I'm playing Warcry with Chris on Wednesday and then I'm recording Malifaux on Thursday with Chris yeah. so we're playing a lot of different <laughs> what could go wrong <laughs> and all the rules go out the window yeah. um, but it's I, I, I don't know how to word this. Since Malifaux Burns came out, I can't keep up. Like, it's just so much. Yeah, and but I think the, the main thing is we're in our own little meta anyway, really. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying, like, the, the you guys have mentioned the new models. I said to Courtney, I was like, I have no idea what, what these things do or who they are. I looked at the sculpts and was like, all right, go with the sword. That, that was about as far as I could go. And usually that would be, you know, girl with the sword right in there. But... <laughs> 
Red-headed four. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm equally surrounded by 20 different projects. I've got Pandora 2 that I actually need to paint up. I don't want to paint up Dorian Crow now because I've got Obulus from Gilball who's still on his base. He was the first Dorian. <laughs> he was the true Dorian. He was the true Dorian. He was the best of the Dorians. Um, we are, seen as Courtney, led into the channel stuff. In terms of Malifaux, we've recorded, uh, we're starting to record our season five battle reports, which is the Keris season. Um, so we have the wonderful Finch who's came on with uh, Jacob Lynch too. Yeah, very interesting. You know, basically, Huggy's the master with that. Chris, you're bringing uh, May Feng, May Feng, mate. with the bubble gum, gum drop. Yeah, uh, yeah. So she's going to be cool. I think Dave wants to do Parker too. Like, so that's that's in full flow. I probably will then look at Anya after that. I feel like, but at the moment, I'm kind of bouncing between crews. I feel the last couple of games I played was with Tony Ironsides. She's hilarious. Um, yeah. You know, people can't run away from you when you go, boy, get over here. <laughs> get over here. Get over here. Um, yeah, I've had a couple of games with Pandy too, just to kind of keep that. And we've got some events coming up in the winter. Yeah. So I think we'll, we'll, what we'll do is we'll carry continue to butterfly until a month before that and then actually be like, all right, we need to decide on what we're actually going <laughs> to Shit. Yeah. In Chris's case, he'll just continue to play Ulix too because that's the love of his life. Yeah, now. So it until Mar- is. Until Mecha Mimar comes out. Well, well, that's the dream, isn't it? This year, yeah, so- hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully they'll complete the Malifaux burn releases before the next bloody book gets announced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just that thing. I think of like you when you play multiple systems, you you you're spinning plates in terms of what you can keep up with. Yeah. Um, but no, Malifaux is still still good, still enjoying it. I played what two games of gaining grounds, two, three, three games of gaining grounds, four, whatever we're on. <laughs> uh, it seems okay. I've pre- I've prepped it for battle report, so I need to play like two of the other strats. Yeah. Uh, um, but more interacting in the middle is always good because it's more interactivity. I'm just glad Leylines is dead. <laughs> that's, that's a win for me. <laughs> I always like Leylines because it was, it was like, a, oh, we all get to score. Yeah, it's like friends. It's in Carve, it's like the, it's in carve the Path, basically, that though. We all get to score. Mm. Not, it's, not if you push it back. I mean, <laughs> you push it back four, they push it six. You're pretty much always going to be okay. I mean, you know, I don't know. You can, you can be pushed back and then you're just sad then. Whereas, whereas you know, ley lines, everybody's like, woo, I scored the, I, we all scored. High five woo! on the way past. <laughs> yeah, every, we all scored the middle like friends. <laughs> you know, just, you know there's a, it, was, it has a special place in my heart. Nah, if it moves, it dies. So, like, you have to just kill anything like ley lines <laughs> i mean to kill until turn three which was sad <laughs> so, i think that brings us to the end of this pacifist master that we've talked about mm. uh, as always shout out to youtube channel stuff patreon stuff if you want to support us we are um edging towards some milestones yeah. which are terrifying yeah. milestones. we actually hit one milestone which was a million total views uh the other day which was I don't know how that works. I don't know how that functions in life. <laughs> but it's all good because we're going to cover Warcry soon so I can cover that for two years and then blame Gameworks Workshop for like ruining my channel. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's all good. We're on to work for that. So on that note, a uh, massive thank you for listening, guys. If you've got any questions or anything, just pop over to the Discord. It's grown really well, and we've got lots of lovely people in. So yeah, that, it is a hobby one. Really hobby nice. thread makes incredibly jealous. Everyone's stupidly good at like hobby stuff. And, like, <laughs> it's like a new release comes out on Monday. It's painted by someone by like Thursday, and it's like how. Um, so yeah, come and say hi and speak to us in whichever form of social media you would like. So. Big thank you to Courtney. 
Thanks. A big thank you to Chris. You're very welcome. And a big thank you from me to you, and we'll see you in the next one. Well, thank you for listening to the Harleyfoe Show. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, drop us a tweet on the Twitter, at Harleyfoe Show. Also, you can chuck us some money on Patreon, at TNG Productions, to help us keep making this amazing content. Also, get some exclusive freebies, like dice and t-shirts and other amazing things. Check out the show notes for all the info. So once again, thank you for tuning into the Harlefoe Show. Please come back next time for more fucking nonsense. Bye. Oh, uh, uh, hey Benny. What's up, mate? Uh, open up, please. Why? What's happening? Uh, Nelly just caught me. What the fuck? I, I didn't know she was in town. Who? This junkie. I don't know what to do. Say it wasn't you, mate. Okay. The Nelly came in and she caught me red-handed, fiddling the junkie's lid. And pictured it with a boss but naked, and there was a silhouette. How could I forget that she was such a nosy bitch? All this time she was standing there, she didn't take her eyes off ish. Well, how the fuck did Nelly take a picture in the compound? You got a personal army, but you didn't hear a damn sound. You better watch your back before you wind up in the news. You're gonna be the man they end up calling Von Screws. To be a fry corp, you gotta know how to play. If she says you did it, just convince her that you're gay. Don't interrupt her out, no matter what they say. And you've gotta tell her, no way, no way. But she caught me in the compound It wasn't me Saw me oiling up a guild hound It wasn't me I even had my fist in trunky It wasn't me The whole thing looked funky It wasn't me She saw all the baby powder It wasn't me She heard my voice getting louder It wasn't me She heard the screams getting bolder It wasn't me Stayed until it was over But Nelly came in and she caught me red-handed Fiddling the trunky's lid And pictured it with her balls but naked And there was a silhouette I think I need to discipline my whole security How could she believe me then? I say it wasn't me Make sure she knows that you're the fucking man You'll spread the fucking guts around the wasteland if you can As funny as it is, you best destroy the evidence Or you'll have the guild guards climbing up the fence You know she's renowned for making up shit Smash a fucking camera then she'll sound like a tit She's just a small girl but you better pack a gun the fucking typewriter thing can run But she caught me in the compound It wasn't me Saw me oiling up a guild hound It wasn't me I even had my fist in trunky It wasn't me The whole thing looked funky It wasn't me She saw all the baby powder It wasn't me She heard my voice getting louder It wasn't me She heard the screams getting bolder It wasn't me Stayed until it was over But Nelly came in and she caught me red-handed Fiddling the trunky's lid Pictured it with a boss but naked and there was a silhouette How could I forget that she was such a nosy bitch All this time she was standing there, she didn't take her eyes off ish I'm going to tell her that I'm sorry for the sights that she saw I've been listening to your words but they make no sense at all We should pay her lots of script so that the pictures won't leak Look, I know you think that you're a player, but I'm completely weak. But Nelly came in and she caught me red-handed, fiddling the trunky's lid. And pictured it with her boss butt naked, and there was a silhouette. 
How could I forget that she was such a nosy bitch? All this time she was standing there, she didn't take her eyes off Ish. It wasn't me. 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 It wasn't me.